gamers, and welcome to episode 339 of the Super Ultra Podcast Arcade for August 8th, 2021. I am one of your hosts, Daniel Nicholson, and with me is my co-host, Dominic Stallworth. What's going on this week, Dominic? Uh, what's going on? It's just end of the Olympics, Daniel. Oh, As no. we're recording this, this is the last day. Closing ceremony is going to be happening. Oh, i got to check those medal standings, and- Dominic. What do you say? I got to check those medal standings. I was looking at them last night. We're still behind China. Oh, we did it, Dominic. We're ahead of China. Uh, uh, ahead of China in all medals? I'm not, I'm not, all medals. All medals. We were, gold medals. How about gold now. medals? Yep. We are 39 to 38 in gold medals, 41 to 32 in silver, and 33 to 18 in bronze. We got 113 total. Yeah. USA, baby. USA. Number one, it being number one, number two, and number three, Dominic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love it. Love to see it. But yeah, I watched very little of it, though. I looked at some, I looked at highlights, though. Oh, okay. I did look at highlights. Like, um, also, I want to mention um, Leslie Jones. I like her commentating on things. Like, she, she posts things on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it's on. She probably do other social media too, but that's the only thing I have. And like she's posting like um, the matches, I mean like or like the events and something. And it is funny. It is funny. But I think NBC did go after her, and she says some of her tweets might don't have video because NBC sent something to her. Ah. They just cease and desist on doing that stuff because NBC technically they have well. I, I don't know if she's... I don't think she's still on SNL anymore. I know she does that yeah, supermarket she, uh, show. Um, shopping spree show oh, on she ABC. Like supermarket sweep? Yeah. Okay. Oh, so, yeah. I did see a commercial for that, I think. Yeah, I think... I believe she's the host. So, I, I understand. But, any, I don't care. That's like... Darren, she's giving you free publicity. Right. So... so uh, but it is it is hilarious um, <laughs> what she watched. And I believe... Kevin Hart and Snoop Dogg, um, actually on it, on Peacock, they have like little commentary on events and stuff too. Oh, okay. And I watched only one, only seen one of them, and it was pretty. It was pretty funny. They were talking about the whatever the horse dancing one, whatever they do, uh-huh. dressage. They do. <laughs> and they and I like how Snoop said, "Oh, so, oh man, a horse crip rocking. That man crip walking." <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get in one of my videos. I said, "Oh, but it, it was that's it was pretty funny." I mean, I'm, I'm sure a lot of them probably funny. I, I have to look them up, but that was entertaining. <sighs> what I watched the most I watched was the women's basketball, the finals, because my mm-hmm. sister was over here and she was watching, so I was watching it. And they uh, beat up on China. I mean, um, Brittany Griner. I mean, she is the like one of the one of the best um, NBA players, um, WNBA players in college, too. Mm-hmm. She is just so tall. I mean, there was nobody in China, I think, even close to her <laughs> height. So yeah. she just did this capacity to her, and she just get in there. And I think, I, I don't know what she ended up finishing with. I know at one point it was she had 28, I think, in the third quarter. So I don't know what she ended up finishing with. But, yeah, I, I mean, they – but China – Still stay. It's like they always stay within nine, and not until I think like the late third quarter and fourth quarter, America start running away with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
like China, they wouldn't they couldn't pull out to do a blowout early, play like that. Right. And then in the USA men, I didn't watch it, but they won. After people kept thinking, oh man, we're not gonna win um gold this year because we this this team is not good. Anything. And thing is, I don't think the team is that good. I mean, th- those players on the team are awesome. I just think that they didn't play enough together to be in sync. Right. So that's why we had lost some, a lot of those exhibition games. Not a lot. I, I say a lot. But we lost some exhibition games that you would think, like, we wouldn't lose. Because these guys didn't, they didn't really have this team all together, you know. And they just, and they just finished the season of NBA. I mean, <laughs> the NBA. They didn't really practice together um, for long uh, minutes of time, so I understand that. And but they came through. It was a close game with France, and but they came through, uh, and and they won. And I mean, it's a combination of them not being in sync, and also the other. The world is getting better. I mean, you see the NBA. You see a lot of people from other countries, yeah. so they're getting they're getting better also. But but the USA still came out number one, which so I'm happy on that. Uh, you know what? It's so funny because when LeBron was on the on the um the USA team, I think I actually like I, I don't I kind of want them to lose, <laughs> even though I was in America. I felt I felt bad for that too. I said, like, damn, do I hate him that much? I said, do I hate him that much? <laughs> uh, and then when like Kobe's up there, because I was a Laker hater, so I was like, oh, it's Kobe and LeBron. Actually, I didn't wasn't hating LeBron. Actually, then I don't think I was hating LeBron at that time when he first came on and Kobe was there. Oh no, that wasn't LeBron's first time. I, I believe that because he got he was there when they got bronze. But it was uh, yeah, and Kobe can't say ah Kobe because I was a Laker hater. So, oh man, I was happy when you didn't come to this stuff. Like cause now, so, uh, but then I was like, you know, it's USA, man. I got a roof for USA. I got a roof for him. I can't use, I can't use, be so hateful that I can't root for the home country. Exactly. All right. Take some pride, Dominic. Yeah. And we did good track and field. I saw like the 4x400 relay of the men's and women's. Uh, I mean, as a lot of things I didn't see, you know. I watched some of the synchronized swimming. Okay. I saw clips of it, I should say. Mm-hmm. And man, that's just a show to me. <laughs> like, I enjoy watching it. I was like, I don't know how, how the fuck you score this shit. Yeah. Like, I don't, right. I don't know. I would score is like, I, did somebody drown? <laughs> this is, uh, or somebody stay in the water too long? sink enough, darling. Yeah, exactly. They were point zero 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 seconds behind <laughs> each other, and I could see it with the human eye, <laughs> yeah. and I was just like disgusted just, with them. It's just a nice show just to watch. It's like, yo, this is this is pretty good. I like, I just like this. It just looks so great how these. Um, women are just so great at this. There, there isn't a men's synchronized swimming, is there? I've never seen that in my life. I don't, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. I feel like that's one of those, like, pommel horse versus, like, vaulting type things where they're like, oh, we've got, like, water polo or something, so we don't do synchronized swimming because we're men. Oh, but there's women's water polo. Okay, well, there's something else. Yeah. It's men just fucking water strong arming or something i don't know whatever they say like we ain't dancers but down there come on it's a new day and age i'm surprised somebody ain't saying like hey i want to dance in the water (laughs) (laughs) they should just have intergender synchronicities hey they they start doing that i mean you saw that three on three basketball like what the hell (laughs) 
and like and then that, that yeah and that was intergendered um um I said in a gender and I was like oh okay it's different skate I watched look, I watched some skateboarding because that was like the first events basically and mm-hmm. I was like I'm gonna watch some Olympics and that's what that's the first thing I saw was skateboarding and I saw a guy fall and I I'm not ashamed that I say that I laughed <laughs> but but <laughs> but no I mean he looked he looked okay that's that's why I laughed uh but. I heard that for the women's, they were like, they were young. Like, I forgot what the age was. I know, I think, I know one of them was from another country. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Probably both of them were, but I'm not sure. But I think it's somebody joked. This, um, there was a joke like, hey, did she even know who Tony Hawk is? Like, did she own up? I was like, he's, <laughs> he's still famous. It's like, yeah. like, like that's, I, think, I still think that'd be like the biggest name you know. Absolutely. No matter what. <laughs> like, all right. Because Tony Hawk, I believe he was there. Yeah. Oh, was he? I believe okay. he was. I think he was, but I heard him talking. Yeah, where? Maybe yeah, because I mean, you know, it's limited people can there. But yeah. oh, the awful thing. Years old, Dominic. And what was another girl, a young age, who got a medal? Yeah, let's see. Like, Women's Park. What was, the, what was maybe she got silver or bronze? She's I don't 19. know. Or a different event. That dude's twenty-two. Eighteen. Oh, she's got to be young. How old is she? 13, another one from Brazil. Oh, 13. Goddamn, the two top uh, women street skaters were both 13, one from Japan and one from Brazil. Oh, okay. 16, yeah. the other girl from Oh, I think there's the Brazilian one. that I saw a picture, her, picture of her next to Tony Hawk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he wild. looks so giant over her. <laughs> I was like, darn. I was like, God, that girl's 13. It's like, good for her, man. Yeah, that's wild. It, it, it's it's there, and it took forever for skateboarding companies. Snowboarding came to goddamn yep. Winter Olympics. That's because snowboarding's for the rich, Dominic. Street skating's just grinding yeah, punk I'm kids. Like, I mean, it's pretty good Olympics. I mean, I also, uh, what is her? Was she a shock putter? This big woman, I think she only won silver, though. But she's looked like the Hulk. Like man, she's a big girl, and man, yeah, and but she got the energy too. I, she tweeted something for guy. It was pretty funny, but yeah, I was like, yeah, good for you. I said, Darren, I wish she would have won gold. Is she the one that turned her back on the national anthem or whatever? I don't know. Yeah. I didn't see. I didn't hear. I didn't hear that story. Uh, there was. I, I think it was that woman that. Um, it, I don't know if, what what did she do. She did something while she was on the podium when they were playing the national anthem for her. In protest. Oh, okay. All right. Can't get. I ain't gonna get mad at that. Nope. Um. Yes, it's ungrateful to turn your back on the national anthem. Yeah, of course. Are you well, black or what? What? What's, what are you? White? Of course. Yes. Yes. Of course you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. Whatever. But. Hey, good, good week. I hope people enjoyed it. I know they said the ratings were down, which I suspected too. But I think a lot of people are watching clips too. Mm-hmm. I think I think Olympics is trending big still because yeah. people are, the way people watch content now is so different. Yeah, like they it's so much like more some people watch the bowling yeah. clip form. Like I get to see all the best stuff real quick. I don't have to sit sit through ten hours of Bob Costas talking about 
some dumb shit. Exactly. Or, or like in between like, you know, events. Like sometimes you mm-hmm. got that downtime. I was oh, like, yeah. oh, God, because I got to wait for this. There's a new and, fun fact about Lithuania. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, the bad, the, the bad thing was that how hot it was. And after that, people did like the marathon run, whatever. I forgot how, what it is. Was called, but mm. like the woman, she was literally crawling. Oh my god! And it took so long for the people to come up with water. I was thinking, like, are they thinking she's just <laughs> she's just emotional? What do they think she's doing? Yeah, <laughs> good lord. Because she was like, yeah, she was just out, and like everybody was like that because people pulled out while during the run oh, because wow. it was just so hot. But she was like coughing water, but it took forever. I was thinking, like, it should be somebody right there at the finish line, just. Wanted to get water. I was like, yeah, yo, are absolutely. y'all really doing that social distancing thing? Where you gotta get the water, <laughs> yeah. man, like to be a mile away? Fucking get like, her oh. a squirt gun then. Do something. <laughs> I was like, God. Jesus Christ. I was like, that doesn't really make any damn sense. And then, like, it took forever. Then the people behind her took forever to get to them, too. I'm thinking, like, I think after you've seen this one fall, you're going to suspect the other people are going to do probably do the same damn thing. Yeah. It's like, and then um, my sister was telling me about how the sand was so hot for beach volleyball. They did wet it uh-huh. at the beginning, but she said, why didn't it continue with wetting it? Because yeah. it's so hot, it's going to evaporate. So, right. like, to keep it cool. Uh, yeah, but they got through it. Yeah, you got to get those calluses on the bottom of your feet. <laughs> I mean... 120. I've been on the beach with, when it's been hot, and... It probably was as hot, nowhere near as hot yeah. as it was <laughs> there. It was it'd be warm, and I'd be like, God damn, the sand. It was yeah. like, get the hell out of here. This highlights thing I just saw is 120 degrees. Like, that's, yeah, that's not, that's not normal. You can't touch that. Yeah. Maybe some artificial cooling sand. Oh, play, play at night. There you go. And put some lights on. Then they wouldn't <laughs> need those cool shades, though, Dominic. Oh, yeah, that's right. They have cool shades. All right, so what we got? Moving on, uh, quickly go through sports. NBA had a lot of trades going on. I'm just going to talk about the biggest one for me is the Wizards giving up Russell Westbrook Mm. to the hated (laughs) and most despised team, the Los Angeles Lakers. Mm. I mean, it's it's really just hated and despised by me. But, (laughs) (laughs) oh, and Boston fans. So, I I was upset, and then I heard Carmelo Anthony is also going to the Lakers. What? And it I was like, oh my heart. That's wild. So oh, my heart. I said, oh. I didn't hear about that one. Uh, they had to get my blood pressure medicine because it just oh, went no. up way high. <laughs> and um, then, but now you know what, Daniel? I told my friend, I said, uh, I think I'm gonna do something I haven't done ever. Root for the Lakers. I might, I might be rooting for the Lakers just for Camilla Anthony Lakers and Russell jersey? Westbrook. At Westbrook to to get a ring. You always said I he said, deserved better, Dominic. He did. He's with the best now. Russell, yep, I, both of them did. Because Westbrook, man, he he's a triple double fiend, man, and mm. people just don't respect him for that. They say, "Oh, it don't mean nothing." I said, "Oh my God, you know." What? <laughs> I don't care if people like some people say, "Oh, some people just let them get a rebound." I said, "Okay, fine, okay." It does. You see, I see the tapes. Like some people, like if it's they can easily get the rebound, they just let him get it. Mm-hmm. But 
but I'm just saying, yo. But he has done it so more than anybody else. I mean, for you to even get to that point where you can get a triple double all the time is just amazing. So I'm sorry, you're just you're just hating. You're just hating. Just like how I hate on LeBron, basically, for no reason. You're just hating on Westbrook. So, uh, he deserves it. Come out low, he's been through a lot. I mean, he just, I mean, what I have against him is that he don't play defense. <laughs> and he, and also he says, stop snitching. It's like, I, I'm not against him. <laughs> I'm not. I, I mean, I'm, I'm semi against him. He, he apologized for that. I'm not mad. But that's what my dad, my dad holds that. He just don't like him no more just because of the stop snitching video. Man. Yeah. And like, he will not let that go. So, but yeah, I if they get a ring with the Lakers, uh, I mean, I know some people are gonna say, man, they don't count. They just built this team, but it's old players though. Because, like Camelo's not the same what he used to be. LeBron is really not the same he used to be. He's still great, but he's not the same. Really, it's up to Anthony Davis to be healthy for mm-hmm. the Lakers to do anything. So it's really if Anthony Davis gets hurt, even with this team, I mean, because they still don't have all their pieces yet. I don't think they'll win. Like Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis don't play, I don't think they win. So they need everybody to be healthy for the playoffs for them to win. And if it is, I, I'm not going to get as mad if they win. I'm, I'm well put like this. I'll be happy that Westbrook and Camelo got a ring. And then with LeBron, I say, well, you couldn't win, you couldn't win without them because they came on the team. That's why you won a Mickey Mouse ring, and then you couldn't really in your real ring with the Lakers. You couldn't win because you, you're lucky that you had Westbrook and Camelo on the team. Yeah. That's what I would say. I would. That's how I justify it, Daniel. Already got my hate speech ready for LeBron. <laughs> All right. Um, so the Wizards they did pick up some players. Uh, Kuzma from the Lakers. Who else was there? There's Caldwell Pope. And I, they picked up a, I think it was a shooting guard, um, D. Whittle or something like that from the Brooklyn Nets. He's pretty good too. So we still have uh, Bradley Beal on the mm-hmm. team. I, I don't know what they're going to do with him. I mean, I want him to stay because I just to have a great player on the team. But yeah. I also want him to have a chance to win a ring. And it ain't gonna be here. Not, not at least not now. At least not now. So I hope he finds a good team. If he goes to a team, yeah, I hope he finds a good team. Um that they they will have a chance to win. I think that's what they're really trying to do too for him. I don't think they're trying to send him somewhere bad. But mm-hmm. they're trying to get something good too for him, because I mean he's a great player. Alright. So another thing. Oh yeah, the Oreos had their Hall of Fame, like the Olds Hall of Fame, yesterday, uh, Saturday. And they have, they got Mike Devereaux, used to be an outfielder for the Orioles. And they had J.J. Hardy, who was shortstop for the Orioles some years. That's the one I really know because mm-hmm. he's been more recent. He's been a great player for the Orioles. He just, his career was like pretty much cut short. Um, but He's been great for Orioles. He's like, he's awesome defensively for the Orioles. And announcer Joe Angel for the Orioles, the radio announcer, who is just, I mean, like, this. when I think of Orioles, like, as far as Oriole calls, I think of him. Yeah, absolutely. Because I just remember, because my dad, my dad used to listen to radio all the time. So 
if uh, I'm in the car with him and always or something on, he'll turn on, and I just know that voice of Joe Angel. I just know Joe Angel's voice, and like I didn't even know his name as a kid. Like I didn't remember people like those people like that names. Then later on, when I got older because he had left, and then when I got back into like an O's again, he had just came. He had came back. I think he was with the Giants for a while, so he stayed with Black and Orange. <laughs> he stayed with Black and Orange. It's just funny. Um, so he came back to the O's. And then I was like, hey, is that guy? Oh, I didn't hear him for a while. I said, this, it, this sounds different from another guy. Then I looked his name up. Then I saw the years he worked there. And I said, oh, okay. That was a guy I was listening to when I was a kid. <laughs> Joe Angel. And I love him because he always says the Orioles are in the win column when they win at the end. <laughs> and he always says, like, those, just see those lovely totals or something like that. At the end, he always had those nice sayings when the home run happened. Like, hasta la vista, no way, or something like that. Yeah, the guy... The guy is great. Like he's a great voice. I'm so sad to see, hear him retire. But hey, um, but I'm happy for him. Happy uh, for the career he had. Absolutely. Uh, and also, last but not least, um, Bo Gaba, um, who is a was a 14 year old kid who's like a super fan of Baltimore. Like he's like they call him Baltimore super fan because. He you see he always you see, always see him with Ravens games and mm. Oreo games and like he's always meeting with the players and things of that nature and he had um, cancer. What cancer kind of cancer he had? I'm not entirely sure. Uh, yeah, I know, but it was it was pretty severe. He had it since he was nine months old. It's crazy. But but hey, man, it's just incredible that he lived to be 14. Mm. I, but I remember seeing him from like the last few years. Like I see him at Ravens games or something like that. Mm. I see him at Orioles games, like they showed him. And yeah, and then he just passed away last year in July, unfortunately. But his mom was there to receive the award. Uh, but yeah, it was it was nice. It was nice, and yeah, they show highlights and stuff from everybody. And what they did and everything. Um, yeah, it was a nice event. Just bad that the worst thing about that day was just the Oreos had to play also at that event. And <laughs> yeah. they got their asses whooped. Real bad. just killed the moment. <laughs> so you just killed the moment, you sons of bitches. <laughs> None of these guys are going into the Hall of Fame, that's for sure. <laughs> well, they probably go to the Hall of Fame another team. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, over there, they could become great. Uh-huh. All right, so that's pretty much it for sports. I mean, you got the preseason's about to start up. I mean, technically, you had the Cowboys play Steelers. I think the Cowboys lost, but, uh, that you know, wins and losses don't fucking matter. Yeah. But it was like the Hall of Fame game, I, I believe, and I didn't watch it. But I haven't been paying attention really to football yet, not too closely. Oh, but I will say this. Hey, the Washington team is, I, I believe, is up over 85% in being vaccinated, Daniel. Oh, wow. So there you go. I jumped. Good job. Good job. Yeah. Yep. I guess they they saw the bad press of them being like one of the worst ones. <laughs> I don't know what Indianapolis did, but I don't care about them. They go. Oh, yeah. I hope they. Well, I, we don't play them, so it doesn't matter. I wish. They, I wish other teams were not vaccinated, so they we could get forfeit <laughs> games. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we could win. <laughs> All right. So what we got here? Let's go to what we've been watching. So. You want to start? Sure. Or I start? Yeah, I can start it off because uh, I I picked back up Apple TV Plus because Target was having a thing. Like if you're part of the Target Circle thing, which is like their rewards kind of whatever, 
you could mm-hmm. get like four months free of Apple TV Plus. So I was like, all hey, right. Can you share that? Can you share that? Uh, maybe. I'm not sure. I'll have to check it out. I'll let you know. Yeah, because I, I want to share that. Um, yeah, and Ted Lasso Season 2 just started up uh, like three weeks ago now. I think this week's was the third episode. Um, and Mythic Quest had already done their Season 2, so that was fully up there now. Um, I've watched, I think, six or seven episodes of Mythic Quest Season 2. So far, I'm I'm still enjoying that show. It's stupid. It's not great. But it's all right. It's a it's a fun time. There's it's a couple, stupid. What's that? That's a compliment. <laughs> um, <laughs> for a comedy, yes, I'm gonna say. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I mean that's what I'm saying. Is like it's it's all right. It's not the greatest show, but it's fun. Um, for the most part, there is like they did this with the last season too, where there's like this just one episode that kind of takes you back in time and tries to like explain the origins of something and in this one it's like the origin story of the writer who's the older gentleman on the team who's just like an old sci-fi writer that they brought on um and they go back in time and kind of explain his origin story and then the following episode kind of reconnects him with one of the guys from that story and those those episodes don't hit very well for me like i enjoy the workplace you know, video game company aspects of, of the rest of it. But this kind of, that kind of takes you out of it. Um, most, mostly it's all right though. Um, it is funny. It's a funny show. Um, and then as far as, uh, Ted Lasso season two started out. Okay. Like the first episode didn't really impress me too much. It wasn't particularly heartwarming in the way that season one was. And, also wasn't you know particularly smart or anything um this latest episode though very much got back to the i don't want to say sappy because that that sounds derogatory but like the very heartwarming makes you feel feel good about the show um which episode is this i think this is three Um, okay and basically, it's the story of um, one of the players who, in the first season, was kind of finding his own. He's now like the head of the team, and their publicist got him a, a spot on the cover of like Dubai Airs magazine or something like that. And Dubai Air is their is their sponsor as well. So like on their their kits, as they call them, their jerseys, they've got Dubai Air on there. And he's from Nigeria and then his dad, he's like, Hey dad, I got this cover and he's all excited. And then his dad's like, Oh, let me tell you about this stuff that Dubai airs parent company is doing in Nigeria and how they're ruining our lives and everything. So he, it was a story of him like trying to, trying to get off the magazine and basically like confronting his feelings about Dubai air being the sponsor of the team and whatnot. Um, but that was very sweet. I enjoyed that episode a lot. So it's coming back around. I'm sure if I go back now to the first season, it, it probably took an episode or two to kind of find its feet too. Um, for that, I had the the benefit of just being able to binge watch that entire thing because they were all out. And this does, you know, that kind of like weekly release thing. It doesn't do the Netflix model of just dropping everything uh, at once and binge watching. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm enjoying those two. There's a new show with Joseph Gordon-Levitt on there that started, I think, this past week. He's like a teacher and like a music teacher or something. Um, 
So I'm going to check that out. I think I, I okay. saw somewhere that said it's it's pretty good. So I'm going to check it out. Hopefully, hopefully he explains on there what they're doing with the uh, the Beyond Gun no, Evil. No, it game. definitely yeah. does not. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might get more answers out of Mythic Quest on, on what's going on with Beyond Good and Evil. It's like, ah, it's just a group of fuck-ups. That's why. Um, yeah, that's, we're never going to find anything about it, about that. Um, and I feel like Joe Scordelletta is just completely forgotten about whatever that whole thing was and that he was <laughs> yeah, he's like I'm just gonna go back to acting people got mad at me when I tried to work on video games so I'm just gonna just gonna ignore that so yeah and then the other two things we both watched so what uh yeah. what else have you been watching Dominic all right you know I'm gonna mention it I, I did watch this show called P Valley mm-hmm which stands for, uh, yeah, this is not meant for kids anyway, even though <laughs> I wouldn't mind kids listening to it. You don't, dang, whatever. Uh, but anyway, it's, uh, it stands for Pussy, Pussy yeah. Valley, because it's a part of, I think, Mississippi, like where there's strip clubs and stuff like mm-hmm. a run of strip clubs. So it's about a strip club, a Pacific strip club mm-hmm. called The Pink, which is owned by a black man who happens to be, uh, he's a homosexual. I don't know. He, even though sometimes they call him she. But uh, not okay. all the time. Interesting. So, but I think he, I think he still identifies as a man. So, but uh, but he is funny. Like he is. I ain't say he is the show, but like he is hilarious. I I, I I love him. It's a good drama though. Like, of course, he knows about sex. I mean, mm-hmm. no, no, sex is actually no. That's a lie. Sex is not the biggest thing of the show. That that's actually what it is. I mean, of course, you're going to see a lot of naked girls and stuff. Mm-hmm. But the story is actually pretty good. I mean, it deals with the girl doing um. I think it was the Houston when they had the hurricane. Cause I know it wasn't Katrina. It's too. It's not that far back, so it must have been one of those other um, hurricanes or events that happened around that area. Cause I I don't know where she's from. I I don't remember, but I want to say it maybe maybe was Houston or something. Uh, but anyway, she got in, like she's just uh, came out of that and. Then as the story goes on, you find out she lost a child mm-hmm. in there, but she also just went for a new identity. Like she got found this suitcase and she found like this person's wallet or something that it sort of look she can make herself look like it. Hmm. And she just went with that. Like she wanted to leave her life. And like you don't know why, but you as the story goes on, you'll learn why. And then she what that's when she joined, went to the strip club to work. Like she went to the amateur hour thing they do. Mm-hmm. Where they have people out there like sh- dancing and doing things on the stage just to win some money, and like you just win some money, and she did that, she won, but then she asked for a job. So I'm working there, and it's a lot of drama, things and nature for, for like not just her, but it's other characters there too. You got the one one stripper who was about to retire basically, and because she was trying to get time with her daughter, um, because she had to give her daughter up because of what she do, mm-hmm. she couldn't really take care of her. Um, and she got issue with her mother. Her mother, she works at a church. She makes her always feel guilty for what she does. Uh, and you have another woman who's dealing with um, being abused at home. Uh, but she looks like she had a lot of things going for her, probably. And yeah, it it has a lot of different um, storylines to it. And it and it deals with also about this development um, around the city that's going to probably not be great for the folks there like this casino is coming in mm-hmm. and 
day, it's not really going to really help a lot of the folks there, and it's going to shut some places down. So yeah, it, it's it's good though. Like the story, like that's what kept me going. It's like that story was good because listen, um, the stuff seeing that could be women. I mean, I'm kind of past. Hey, I mean, look, I don't mind seeing it. They're good looking, yeah, <laughs> but they ain't going to keep me there too long. Right. I would that that can get old fast if the show's not good. So the story has to keep me coming back and, and, and it does and it does and i think it's really it's really good it deals with a lot of stuff it deals with um homophobia you know it deals with um also also like some little colorism but not but not really because actually because I, I read somebody says it's colorism and i know what they're talking about but it's it's it didn't seem like it was that strong mm-hmm. um but yeah, uh, it's the show. It's it's pretty good. Like if you can check it out, go ahead. It is on, I think stars. Oh, okay. It's a star. I think it's stars. I think it's the same place where the power is. Power. Mm-hmm. Uh, that show, which I I know a lot of my people watch it. Uh, I mean people I know, not not I don't mean black people, but that is true. Uh, <laughs> but they they. They watch it, but I have not. I only watched like the first episode. I mean, I I always said like you know I'm gonna check it out since everybody's seen this. I gotta check it out, and it seemed like it's okay, but I just never did watch Power. Also, I watched. I finished off Ozark season three. I mentioned Ozark before. I watched the other two seasons. Mm-hmm. Season three, I finally got to. Got to. I think it actually came out last year. I want to say, and it was pretty good. And I think. The woman, young woman on here, she did win an Emmy for it. Um, and yeah, I mean, I always liked the character. And yes, yeah, it reminds me of Breaking Bad. Like, shit's pretty much hitting the fan this time, too. And it's it's a good story. It's a good story of, you know, the crime drama, dealing cartels and stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's it was pretty good it was pretty sad too like it was it got like a, a man got really dark yeah. got really dark it gets dark and but but it's it's just entertaining if you like if you like those kind of storylines it's very entertaining and yeah except for now i guess we got the next two that we both watched so you want to start off with batman yeah sure all right so how you like batman batman the long halloween part two yeah, so it's a continuation of the first one, which I was glad to finally get some, you know, it, it hadn't been that long since the first one watching that one for me. So it wasn't like, oh my goodness, what's going to happen next? But I was excited to see where it went because the first one is very kind of slow in plotting in that way. Like it doesn't yes. have a resolution, really. It just kind of ends. Um, yes, I did. I wanted that, I wanted that guy to die, that, that <laughs> dirty bops, the, the, the mobster's son. Yeah. I didn't like him. Psycho he's, joke. I didn't he's a little creepy. I was just like, uh, but he is. Now that I know when what he did, mm. I really. I mean, I mean, it's not totally his fault, but he went along with it. Yeah, yeah. He so, let it let it happen. Basically. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we get that resolution in this. You also see, you know, basically all the fan favorites. You see the Joker again. You see Poison Ivy this time. You even see the Penguin a little bit. He's kind of in there. Yep. As well as like <laughs> Mad Hatter and uh, some other ones, Solomon Grundy. I think he was in the first one though, right? Yeah, Solomon yeah. Grundy was in the first one. 
So you see all those characters still looks incredible. I think especially like that kind of opening bit when you have Catwoman saving uh, Bruce Wayne from uh, uh, what's her name? Poison Poison Ivy. And just the way that they have like Catwoman moving in silhouette almost like you only really see like the highlights on her costume, I think is really cool visually. Um, I think like they're, their people design, like the faces of like Bruce Wayne and whatnot. I don't, I don't really like that much, but once they get into character, I think they look really good. Like Batman, I think looks really good, but Bruce Wayne kind of looks weird. Like he's heavy on the eyeliner or something like that. Oh, okay. And he just like his face is weirdly slim, like almost kind of anime ish. Um, yeah, but overall, like the story wise, I'm a little confused to be honest by the ending. Uh, kind of like once things wrap up and there's like the addendum to it where it's just like the, uh, explanation of what happened there. And we can get into that, I guess, if we do a little bit of spoilery stuff. Um, but I think overall I I really liked it. It, It was very satisfying, a good story. They didn't, and maybe that's part of it is like they're showing his progression as the character, but I liked in the first one where it was like Batman is obviously very early in his career because he's not a very good detective. The world's, you know, world's greatest detective is not a very good detective in the first one. And they play on that. And then this one, they don't really go into that at all, but he does like figure out these mysteries a little bit. So maybe that's what they're trying to imply that he has, you know, over this, the course of this year that he's been dealing with this case that he's kind of developed some skills a little more, you know? So what'd you think Dominic? Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I mean, it was great. Yes, and I agree with you with the ending. Mm-hmm. But once I just like sat down and like really looked it up and stuff, um, I mean, I understand now. But yeah, it, it was a little like confusing. I wish it was a better way to get it to it. But it's, it, it is somebody who I thought possibly could be it. Mm-hmm. Like at some point, because at some point I, I, I said the guy who I thought it was, and yeah so i mean okay we don't get in spoilers now man uh, <laughs> I, I i liked it so yeah um being his wife Carly, um harvey's wife mm-hmm. because after a while i'll say okay it's getting a little too obvious now that it's harvey i said there's gonna be a twist i said it's gotta be the maybe it's the wife because i still never got why she acts the way she does because i was like okay harvey's not i don't think he he gets aggressive with her so I don't think it's him that she's scared of. Mm-hmm. She's just like that. Um, and she's, and is it hers hiding something? And so she's the, yeah, her being the actual killer, the holiday killer. And I mean, that was a, that was a good twist, but yeah, the explanation of why, but I mean, I understand, man. Well, the explanation is that she was with the, uh, Valcone's son and, they were supposed to get married. They, they, she was with child, mm-hmm. but um, he said he can't be with her. Um, and right, because basically it was because they were having the baby before wedlock. Before, right? was, yeah, yeah, I guess he's really like because I mean I know I know they big on Catholic, but I just think like oh well, just be one other sins, <laughs> just like you killing people. What what the hell? Yeah. Um, I mean you just go, you just oh, don't you just go to um. The, the priest or whatever and just do the Hail Mary shit? I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, so, yeah, I was thinking, like, that's, that's, that is, I don't know. Like, 
I felt like there could have been something better. Like maybe she was a certain, like maybe some about race or something. I mean, she's white, but I'm saying like maybe she's I don't yeah, know what she's what not they don't Italian like. or whatever. Yeah, they say, say she's Greek or something or something like that. <laughs> oh, she's from another mob family, you know, uh, or something like that. They don't like. Yeah. So, but they went. That was a little weird to me. I, I didn't know that was like a huge deal. That'll be a deal breaker. Yeah. Especially because like he proposed like the day they found out. So like you could just get married and then like nobody's really gonna do the timeline at all. Exactly. Be like, wait a second, so, nine months ago was <laughs> not the day after you got married. It was the day before you got married. How dare you? <laughs> so and I thought it was only in the after you had the baby, so they could have just got married before she had it. Exactly. And but they said it tore her baby from. I'm gonna know. Did they literally? Oh, they got some mob doctor to to perform an abortion on her. I'm sure. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Might okay, even that's been Bruce Wayne's dad. Oh, oh God. Uh, so I that was like, oh yeah. So that's some that's horrible shit. Yeah. So yeah, that's made her go. She wanted to go after them. So that's what she went with Har- She been with Harvey because he's the kind of guy for justice and stuff. So she's mm-hmm. like, he could possibly go after her, but. He had his own demons, which is, you know, himself. But although I'll show, yeah, I like how Two-Face, um, I like how he came to be. Mm-hmm. I like how he went to Arkham and locked everybody, except for Calendar Man, because he chose the wrong side of the coin. <laughs> he said, heads, I'm in heads. I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, man, it's a two-sided coin. All you said was heads. And like, yeah, <laughs> I, guess, I guess everybody else said heads and got out. And then, uh, and wait a minute, I forgot. Somebody spoke for Calendar Man that I know. Oh, it was, um, shoot. I just saw it earlier, too. David Dashlamashbalshian? Yeah, so I, I know his face. Yeah, yeah, he was in um, Ant-Man and the Wasp, and he's also in Suicide Squad as Polka Dot. Yeah, Man. yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, he's he stays with um, comic books. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it has some like famous voices. I mean, it has some people. I mean, plus known voice actors. Uh, but the voice talent was good in this in this show. Yeah, absolutely. And oh man, I was sad that the Falcone's daughter died. I didn't. I didn't want her to die. The big. I like. I like that. How. She, yeah, I like how she's she's a big woman, like yeah. she's a, a a beast. She was a hawk. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, uh, I'm trying to remember because I haven't watched it in like three weeks. What else happened? I mean, you probably remember more than I do. Well, like, what, what, what did you like to get back to the ending part? Like, so that's what okay. I didn't understand. Was she the holiday? Was she holiday, or was she using? his like because it seems like harvey's got a split personality before he becomes two-face so like was she utilizing that to have him kill these people without him really realizing it that's what i was maybe getting from it oh i I just assumed that she just was a killer because i mean those, those times that they show like their face i mean obviously it's covered with a bandana or whatever but it had a very masculine eye set that she didn't really have now obviously like at the end there she kills falcone because 
two faces there, you know, and he drops the gun and then someone else kills Falcone. But that's kind of what I was getting from it. But that's oh, why I'm so she could be she could have just been the one to do the Falcone. Yeah. So you I was think thinking that, maybe think she used him in like his two, you know, whatever his mental deterioration state was. And 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 I don't know if that has anything to do with her fears. You know, obviously she had, you know, her her situation with the Falcone family. Um, but maybe that could be that she knows that, you know, he's deteriorating. And while she was able to con- kind of control it at one point, you know, at some point she lost control of that. So now she's, you know, kind of afraid of which Harvey she's going to see, whether it's going to be. Jekyll or Hyde, you know. Oh, you know what? That that could be. Yeah, now this I is based on a comic, this. right? Like yeah. now, yeah. I want to go back and read that and see now if maybe yeah, they explain. How, it. Yeah, is it? And I wonder if it they stay true to it because some of the um shows, I think it was the the one um Hush Hush wasn't what you thought it was. Oh, okay. Because because you if you know Hush from the comics, you thought it. Was like his old friend, mm-hmm. but Hush turned out to be um, Nigma. Oh, okay. So I don't know if they did something here like right. that. Yeah. I never read the comic. Anything else you want to say about the movie? Like anything else you enjoyed? No, just overall, I think done? it was really well done. I think it's very good. So I look forward to more of these. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, this was great. Did you watch the um, uh, after the credits? Was there an after the credits thing? I was thinking about that as I was talking about like the end of it, like the epilogue stuff. But no, yeah, I didn't. What they, did they do? Um, there was a the doorbell rang for like Halloween, and Alfred came went to the door and he he looked. You didn't see who it was, and Alfred said, "It's for you, sir." And then they you see it's um, I think it's Green Arrow and the Flash. Oh, at the door. Okay. Interesting. All right. So now we can talk about the big movie that came out this week. Suicide Squad. So how'd you like it? I I enjoyed it a lot. I I had a good time with it. I think you and I are both pretty positive on the original Suicide Squad. Like it wasn't obviously not the best movie, but out of all the DC movies that had come out at the time, I think it was one of the more enjoyable ones. And I think this takes that framework and improves upon it in most ways. Yeah. Probably every way. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. For the most part, I, I, I agree. Like, unless we get the cut, apparently there's a, Whatever that director was for the first one cut, uh, the David Iyer cut. (laughs) Yeah. Somebody, cause somebody said they, he, they had some great scenes. I forgot who it was. Yeah. Um, but they said, yeah. Get, oh, wait, was it the guy, was it, what should we call it? The guy who played the Joker who said that? Oh, Jared Leta. Was it? <laughs> I I think he I was know. supposed to be in it more before they, before they did what they did to it. But yeah, I mean, it, that movie it definitely screams of, studio involvement because at least what we heard about it, uh, which was basically they put out that first trailer that was kind of on the lighter, more comedic side. And then the studio said, Oh shit, your really dark movie doesn't fit what people are liking about this trailer. We should make it more of that, 
Whereas this is organically that from the beginning, right? Like even just yeah. hiring a director like James Gunn, that's what you're going for. Like you see it in his previous movies, especially something like a, a Guardians of the Galaxy. There's kind of a a direct lineage to a, a group team up movie with different characters, you know, opposing characters in, in a similar fashion. But I think they did a good job in this of not just making this into guardians of the galaxy. I think it's its own very distinct thing and it's a lot of fun. I, I just, I, I thought it was very good. And like you said, it, it improves on that original movie in, in most ways. And I think including the way it uses music, because that first one was very much like weirdly distinct sections with very like almost obvious soundtrack cues where it's like, okay, this song is going to play and we're going to do this scene. And you have a similar thing in this movie where there's a lot of music used because very much similar to guardians of the galaxy. But I like the way that it turns from like this music cue to something diegetic where it is in that environment. Like it's something that they're listening to on the radio and it's almost uses like a transition thing instead of just this weirdly like here's this cut up piece of this movie that we're kind of stitching together. And it makes sense. Like. I mean, like mm-hmm. you listen to the songs, they make sense to what's happening. That's also true because that first one was just like, hey, that popular thing you've heard of here it is. Whereas this yeah. is. Yeah. Like, you yeah, said, I, much it more. didn't really make sense with this. Yeah. The scene. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed this too. Like, this is probably one of my favorite DC movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this was fun from beginning to end. Uh, the all the guys were great in this. Um, the story was great. Um, what they did. I was the only thing. Um, it's this is a personal thing. It's not about the movie really. Is that I kind of wish certain people didn't die, but maybe they didn't. Shit, it's like a comic book. Maybe right. they didn't die. Yeah. You know, shit. They'll find a way uh, to bring because back, I, yeah. those people. Uh, Especially the guy who died um, near the end, he's died a few times in the comics and came back. No, okay. So, but yeah, and the the big Starro because uh, we've seen it in previews, mm-hmm. so it's not a spoiler. Seeing that 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 was good. That was good how they made him make Starro or her or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it. yeah. I was like, yeah. Star Wars was always a funny looking villain. Like it's weird. Like it's like, oh, this what is this a big dad starfish? So what the hell is this? But yeah. they made it like it's the one of the most dangerous ones. Like it's one of the top villains because it's like you're just fucked. Like if you right. get on your face, you're fucked. It's, it, it's over. Yeah. Like I forgot how they got it to a point where he falls off. I don't know if it was that they killed him. If they kill, if he killed or like hurt Star Wars to a point where it will just fall off of people's faces where mm-hmm. it won't injure them, but. I always thought, I think that's what it was, that if it got on your face, you couldn't get off. I just think when the heroes got it on their face, somehow magic got them. I don't know. Yeah, um, they're but, superheroes. But, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel like as regular people got it on their face, it's like, oh, they're dead. It's like, it, you can't, can't do anything. Mm. But yeah, it, this movie was great. I mean, yeah, it had that vibe, just like Guardians in the Galaxy. But it, it, this is hilarious. This is hilarious. John Cena was funny. Oh, yeah. I love the rat, uh, rat catcher, too. Mm-hmm. She was right and there. and her and um, what is wasn't it Sebastian Sebastian the, the rat, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and I mean you know what even though what is his name I was gonna say Deadpool 
A blood um, sport. Blood sport. He is basically uh, the uh, bullseye. Well, I said bullseye. Deadshot. I mean, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, basically absolutely. him. hundred <laughs> percent. Because he the... has a daughter. <laughs> yep. He has a daughter too. Like is uh, just like um, which we call it dead in the um Suicide Squad. Mm. So yeah, uh, but but he's good. I mean, he was he was good, and I'm actually happy they didn't make him American. I'm like, yeah. I say just let him use his accent. Mm. Like, why does he have to use a black? He don't have to use a black accent. And he, yeah, yeah, they let him use accent. I mean, he did use it also in that Shaw movie too. So <laughs> I was like, Shaw. okay, yeah, that's because uh, he don't need to be Americanized or anything. Yeah. But yeah, so oh, polka dot man, yeah, that was yeah, <laughs> that is that is hilarious. For him. Okay, okay, we don't get into spoilers. Yeah, I like <laughs> in polka dot man, him saying that. I don't like killing, but it makes it easy to kill if I think of my mother. And then you just see his mother and people when he looks. Even King uh, Shark, they made into his mother yeah, like chasing yeah. after the butterfly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, King Shark or what's his, what's his name? Nueve or Nuava uh, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I can't. Um, yeah, I know. It, I can't it's, remember. I, but yeah, he, he's hilarious. And I did not know Sylvester Stallone talk, spoke for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I was like, oh, they just doing a group thing, I guess. <laughs> Pretty much. Which I just don't understand. I never get because I'm like, y'all can get anybody. Yeah. I, is there a deal made that in big budget movies you can't get regular voice actors? <laughs> yes. I Honestly, you know what? I don't know if maybe if they're not part of the Screen Actors Guild, but I think most of them are, right? I thought they were. Yeah. I mean, because I know there is a voice actors guild also, so maybe there's like some of those people that we think of that are big names aren't part of the Screen Actors Guild. They're only part of the Voice Actors Guild. But that's the only thing I could think. I mean, you know, it's it's just another name to put on the poster and say like a Sylvester Stallone's in this movie, even though I don't know yeah. how many people are looking at a poster going like, oh boy, I want to see Sylvester Stallone in 2021, <laughs> you know? Yeah. What uh, what we got here? Like, oh, all the people just died in the beginning was funny. <laughs> yes. The, and the guy just running, like, the thing he's going to be a badass, he's just crying right into the water. Like, ah! <laughs> and the rat, oh, the weasel, that, that weasel-looking yep. character drowning. It was hilarious. It's <laughs> Did like, anybody like, check oh. to see if the weasel could swim? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then he lives at the end, like you see yep. um, in one of those, like, kind of, not really post-credits, but yeah, like, like the, middle thing. credits, whatever. Yeah. Um, him popping up, still alive. But um, I was surprised they killed Boomerang. I, I was, too. I was very surprised that they killed him and almost immediately as part of that whole thing. Uh, when I saw him die, I said, oh, shit, I think Rick Flagg about to die. <laughs> uh, and, well, he did, and, like, near the end, but I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, just took a while. But I, cause I was mad. I thought I was gonna see Rick Flag on that tape because I look and say, "Is that Rick Flag?" I say, "That's John Cena." That's some bullshit. I was like, "Why are they gonna break him back and not they got Rick a show, Flag?" They got a show coming, Dominic. They're already filming. Yeah, it. apparently that's what I read. Yeah. I didn't know that. I'm glad. See, that's why I'm glad I don't read spoilers. I mean, mm. not spoilers, but like all these future shows is happening because that would have just told me that oh, he's not gonna die. And See, I, that's, I knew get, about that, so I wasn't sure if it was going to be like, a, oh, this is a prequel thing. But I was hoping it wouldn't be because, like, it, we just saw it with Black Widow where it's like, 
yeah, it's cool that we like this character or whatever, even though by the end of that movie, we don't necessarily like John Cena's character, but it just, it makes it less impactful. Like all the things that you did, I, I know what your final, you know, your final act is. So I don't, I don't care as much about the series. His character though was, was great. Like peacemaker mm-hmm. that he will kill any amount of people, men, women, or children. <laughs> to or children. Peace. Yeah. Yes. And I like when they were all trying to save Harley Quinn, even though anyway, she need to be saving, but how he was set up. Say, I got, I got one person and, and the office, something like that. Just like the secretary, <laughs> yeah, she's a secretary <laughs> or maid or something. Yeah, just, I was like Jesus. I said, "What? You just go like she wasn't going to be a threat." Like, just Anything like, for peace, though. Like he would eat all the dicks on the beach if it. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that 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 was fun. And him wearing those tidy whities like to the sleep sleeping, <laughs> just coming out. <laughs> He definitely he just wanted to kill King Shark. He was like, can't be trusted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the yeah, King Shark, was, King Shark was great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was like, I like him just, I mean, he was dumb, but he was funny. He mm. was funny. He talking about num num. It's like, you know, it's like he, uh, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was great. I mean, this movie, it was, it was fun. Yeah. It definitely was fun. Holly Quinn, of course, she was great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And she plays kind of a reduced role in this. But still, still is there plenty, I think, and, and does a oh, good yeah. job with what she's doing. And they did a good job of mixing in some heartwarming stuff, too, mm-hmm. you know, in this. Especially yeah. with um, Bloodsports with his daughter and mm-hmm. Ratcatcher with her father. Yeah. And even with the Coconut Man, where you realize why he hates his mother. Mm-hmm. I still wish something. they would have yeah. gave a little more explanation about how he's expelling those polka dots, like... Is he throwing them up? Is he like, does he shoot? Does he have to just shoot a whole bunch of them out? What does he have to do? Oh, I don't know. Maybe the thing's going to his veins or something and it's come out like that. Yeah. And then poor Milton just dying. And then everybody. Oh, yeah. About him. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't know his name. I didn't know. Did he even say his name? Because he said, I think oh, no, they, they do, like Milton. at the very beginning of like him being introduced to the you know Milton's yeah. going to drive us in the van but it's funny because like when you see him he's like you realize he was running with yeah, them and I saw him like, with him. Like, I was like why yeah, did he go with why? them <laughs> yeah what's he going to do so why does he need to go with them and like why ain't with the other people he doesn't give him the truck yeah so yeah he was like he was still with us he was still <laughs> with us he said where you think he was he said I was still be in the truck <laughs> I, was like, I, was like, Who's I didn't realize you had such a connection with Milton. He was like, I like Milton from the beginning. <laughs> He's not like from the beginning. And then Harley and then she's like, we're going to be a great team, Milton. He's like, my name's not Milton. Yeah. We just yeah, had a call, conversation yeah, about how you're Milton. <laughs> yeah, I, I very much enjoyed the writing in this. It was very good. But yeah, this 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 was funny. This was great. Uh, uh, it definitely is probably... One of the highlights of summer, this in Black Widow, mm-hmm. as far as movies. Now, let me um, ask you this, because uh, Brooks was telling me that, like, Snyder cut fans are review bombing this movie because they basically said, like, James Gunn turned this into a Marvel movie. Did you get that feeling from this? Like, I don't, I didn't get, like, a whole Marvel vibe from it. Like, it didn't, didn't feel like a cookie cutter Marvel kind of thing necessarily to me. Uh, 
I don't know, man. I just watch movies to enjoy them. Listen, okay. I'm not. I'm out of that thing of really analyzing and shit, yo. Yeah. It's like I'm. It's not because it's not worth my time right now. Right. Look, it, it, the movie's good. It's good. If it's bad, it's bad. And this and one was good. It was a good movie. I mean, does it feel like a, I don't? No. Well, first of all, because a lot of killing and cussing, I think that kind of just <laughs> yeah. throws it throws it out. I mean, like, well, well, it's killing Marvel movies, but this is bloody. Like, yeah. it's it's pretty fucking bloody. And and plus, the thing is, I expected it to be silly. This mm-hmm. not to be that Absolutely. serious. Um, with suicide. I mean, even in the comics. I mean, sometimes we have serious moments. I mean, just like in this, you have some serious moments. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have serious moments, but overall, it's kind of lighthearted. It and like even the comics I read of it, because if you, if they make it more dark, it's like man, this is the tone would be like. I don't know if I can root for these guys. Then I don't know. Mm-hmm. These guys are freaking horrible people. I mean, they are horrible, but they kind of lighthearted up with the way they banter as yeah. they're doing all this stuff. And in a lot of ways, especially in the movie, at least they're they're very much redeemable in in a lot of ways. At least your main characters, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I mean, even John Cena. I mean, you could say he yes, he was what he did was bad, but also you could say he was just following orders, right? Yeah, I mean, just technically, it would have called chaos if they found the U.S. did this. Absolutely. So I can see his point of view too. So it's not like it was just totally black and white. Yeah. And I will say, uh, uh, Waller was incredible again. Like, oh yeah, she went at the end when she's just going off, like, I'm gonna yeah, kill she called you, him all. She said, "I can piece six shit, <laughs> motherfucker." Says, "I'm not <laughs> oh man, they just knocked her out with that freaking golf, golf club. club. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little surprised that she came back too and did not just immediately murder everyone in that office. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah that's what I guess. What they say she punished her for bringing. I think she's punishes us to bringing to getting him back, John Cena back. And I guess you can say did. like you don't necessarily see the woman that knocked her out. Like it's the other two at the end there. So maybe something did happen to that woman, and oh, yeah. she doesn't know that those two were necessarily directly involved, you know? I'll just say, oh, man, something fell <laughs> from the uh, ceiling, the man. fixture just came off the ceiling. I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the movie was definitely great. Yeah. So what's the next big movie? Uh, Where did Dune come out? Dune's got, I think Dune's like very close to the end of the year. I think it's like December. October. No, October 22nd. Is it Dune's or Dune? It's Dune. Okay. Dune's will be the sequel. Oh, okay. When there are many Dune's. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that, that could very well be the next one. And because the bat is a Batman next year, right? Well, that's October. Shang-Chi is uh, September. Batman is yeah next year now. Yeah, yeah, Shang Chi. That's right. I did see this. I saw that during the Olympics mm-hmm. preview. Yeah, March fourth of next year is when Batman is. And what's the Spider Man? Spider Man's. So it's supposed to be December. December, I believe it's December. Um, but I've seen so some speculation now that's that there's. Uh, maybe with the Delta stuff that it could get pushed back, which kind of sucks. Um, also, Venom what about is Venom? coming out. When's Venom come out? Venom Venom comes out September 24th. 
Oh, it so comes right around the time of Shang Chi. Also, um, did you see the latest trailer for that? There's a new one out for that. Mm-mm. It shows a lot more Carnage stuff. It, oh yeah, I, I heard about Madison. I really didn't care. Yeah, it it looks like more of that. I I'm finding. I'll a hard wait till time I to can see it. Be at home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because that's one that's you know exclusively in theaters. So yeah, just like I haven't seen Fast Nine. I haven't mm-hmm. seen. What's another one that came out? The one came out only in theaters. Something recent, I feel like. Yeah, it was. Like after Fast 9. Oh. Let's see. I forget. I don't know, I don't know if it was big, but it was something I wanted to see, but I said only in theaters. So I, mm-hmm. like, I guess I had to wait. All right. So I guess we get to what we've been playing. So I'm the only one who played anything. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I'll go ahead. I start with Death's Door. I played. Did I? I don't, did I ever talk about this game? I know you and I talked about it last week. I can't remember if you talked about it on the episode or not. I, th- I think you did a little bit. Yeah, yeah, because okay. it came out oh. that week too, and I said you know you had already talked about it when we talked about right. it in the new so, releases. Yeah, it's a Zelda. It's almost. It feels like a Zelda like game. Uh, or souls like because you die and go back, but it's not incredibly hard. It's it's fun. I enjoy it. I think I faced the second boss. I believe. I think I faced the second boss. Um, that was fun. And it has like that dark. Hu- it's like dark comedy humor. It's not really. I wouldn't call it dark. Really, I don't know because I don't feel like it's like bad. I mean, like other dark humors, but it it has some humor to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't played in a while because it's been two weeks, so I don't remember much. But I know the game; it, it's good. It's really good. Like, if you, I feel like if you like Zelda or you're looking forward to Tunic, I feel like you should definitely check this game out. Um, it's, it's actually a, a pretty um, good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, oh yes, Ace Attorney Chronicles. What is uh, what's the full title of this thing? It is the Great the Ace Sherlock Attorney Holmes Chronicles. Ace Attorney or something. The Great, <laughs> yeah, the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles. I'm playing that now. I picked that up. Uh, well, it actually, name is Herlock Sholmes. That's the name. They replaced the S. They switched the S and the H. Is that real? Yes. <laughs> That's amazing. Yes, okay. it is real. They call him Herlock Sholmes. He's not as good as Sherlock Holmes. Like he'll he'll do deductions, but it's kind of messed up. And that's the that's when the game plays is like fixes fixing his deductions. Like say, so, okay, that's not quite right, and then you have to find what's right to put in that place. Where like you have to um, analyze the scene he's talking about to say, okay, instead of this word, you put this word here. Uh, which that that's pretty fun. Also, the cases in this are, are they'll have a jury. Well, the first case you don't because you're in Japan, mm-hmm. so you don't have a jury. You're still using Japanese law. I mean, how they do things there. But then you end up going to England, and I take on the case, and there's a jury. And if the jury all like they could all just in the middle of the trial just say, "Oh, I got enough evidence. I think he's guilty," and they're one of their fires they have a fire next to them the flame will go on this um pendulum 
and uh, like you'll go to one side, like there's one side for innocent and one side for guilty. So as the pendulum goes down, it hits wherever it hits the bottom. That's when it's over. Like oh, mm. the person's guilty or that person's innocent. Mm-hmm. Then it got to a point early that the, they think the person was guilty, and I was like, oh no, I was like, I already lost. And then, <laughs> but no, they said there is a um, you can like uh, a someone of like an appeal that you can do real quick uh-huh. where you can convince or the you convince somebody uh you gotta convince at least i think three of the jury members or four of them or four of them probably three or four i don't know because it's six of them so maybe you have to make it even or actually no i think i had to convince four four of them to come to your side you had to convince them and then they start changing their uh flames to go over to the innocent side so it's mm. like i'm have i'm one over now mm-hmm like closer to innocence but the the prosecutor was mad because nobody really used it in like a lot of years like this it was used to be used all time ago but now everybody just accepts like oh it's over but i was like hey it's not gonna take off the books so i'm gonna use it (laughs) and because my assistant she goes through all the uh law the laws and everything she's like she tells you about everything about this country and that's how i learned what to do and it's it's very racist towards Japanese oh. um, because like how they treat the Japanese, the English, like they, like they say, oh, you are backwards country and oh, oh wow. yeah, I forget you live in like these old places. Like you, like we're too advanced over here, basically, Goodness. which it was true. Your old it traditions. Was Sorry, I was joking. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, they made it that like, yeah, I was like, darn, they really went hard with it. Uh, said and, and this is a Japanese game, so yeah. I guess they're saying like, yeah, these awful, awful white people. Um, <laughs> these, <laughs> yeah, stop Asian hate. That just have a sign in there. Um, that's what it should have been when they start the game. Just be like, please stop Asian hate and donate to the Stop Asian Hate whatever uh, group, whatever. All right. Well, I've seen that. Um, where I see that at? I saw that in some game. Oh yeah. Actually, no. It was um. It was GDQ. Oh. It was games done quick. This <laughs> game's done quick. I saw it in front when I was looking at something. All right. But yeah, the game, it's fun. I like it. At the beginning, I didn't like how, like, I knew what the evidence was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But apparently, I'm supposed to do something before I had shown it. So, uh, yeah. And it's like, how was I supposed to have known that? So I was like, kept getting marks against me. I was like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? And just because I didn't press one question. I said, like, come on, man. I knew the answer. I said, I wish there was a way. They got it. There was more organic. It's, yeah. it's too linear in that way. That I wish it was more organic. Like, hey, look, if I know something to go that's supposed to be presented, they should let me do it. But the way they do the story in this game is very linear. Linear, because it's really just like um, one of those, what's those games called? Um, digital novel or whatever yeah digital novels yeah, yeah. it's really just a, a better version man well i would say better but it's a it's more interactive version of a digital novel mm. but yeah it, it's it's pretty good and but thing is since this is supposed to be phoenix wright's ancestor they fucked up because in the phoenix wright games they say he's american and he's in the u.s like everything is in the u.s right in that game because they felt, I guess they thought Americans wouldn't feel right being in Japan 
like being a lawyer because mm-hmm. they that's how they that's when they um translated it they translate to be everything in the u.s so but this it it changes because he's supposed to have the same last name as phoenix Wright, but his last name is um oh i gotta look it up rio rio naosuke or something like that and it's like that's phoenix Wright's last name in japan and i was like see mm-hmm. why'd you translate i was like if you go uh, well Either you should have translated this to be like different, yeah. or you should have added something saying like, "Hey, his his ancestors are from Japan." Yeah, I, I, it's like and then you got to warp your to America. Yeah, you, now you got to warp your mind to be like uh, Phoenix Wright was always Japan, even though I knew he was in Japan. Because look at the areas they show. It's like this this ain't <laughs> fucking America. What the hell is this? There's so many cherry blossoms. Yeah, it was way too many cherry blossoms, especially <laughs> that village. Where um his partner was at, yeah. like what she did, I uh, forgot her name. But yeah, I was like, come on, man, there ain't no place in America look like this. So that that's what you just have to just like get into like disbelief, like ah uh, whatever. It's not a big deal, but yeah, the game is it's fun. I enjoy. It. If you like Phoenix Wright games, you definitely should pick this up. And it's two of them. I'm still on the first one. I'm on the fourth case now. Yeah, I'm on a fourth one. Because technically, the second one wasn't really a case. It's just that there was a murder, but I found out who the murderer was without having to go to trial. Because it happened on the boat. Mm -hmm. They figured out why we were still on the boat. All right. So, what else? Okay, where am I? I got to find the page. All right. So, what else have I played? I played some more Yakuza. Oh, I beat Lakuza like a dragon. Okay, cool. Game is great. It was an emotional ending. Like, the story Mm -hmm. is great. Um like it started getting really serious. Like it's more lighthearted than the other other Yakuza games I played, but it did still have some serious tones, especially coming to the end when people start dying. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a great story, and you see uh, characters from previous Yakuza games. Like I saw Majima, I saw Kiru. And like, and plus you get them to be one of your summons. You get them to be your summons too. So that was cool. Nice. And yeah, and it, man, I, I really like this. Yeah, I think I would have said that would be my game of the year last year. I think I would have said this game because of how much they had in here, how well this, how well the story was done. And yeah, I mean these these games, man, it's incredible how they do these Yakuza games. Like I, I like this team. I like this team. You just play Judgment. Yeah, I, I really do. I play a little, a very little of Accent. It's um isometric RPG cyberpunk game. It got, it got, it got rated mostly in the sevens, I think. Mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of but people it talking is, about it recently. It was on Game Pass. That's how I played it. And I just played very little of it, but I kept dying in the beginning. Uh, I don't know. It it took me long. I guess I had maybe I had to level up or something because their enemies were getting to me and I couldn't kill them fast enough. Or maybe I just suck. Maybe that's what it is. But <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I might play that again. But I'm playing other games. I played a little bit of Dodgeball Academy just to see what it was, and mm-hmm. it does give me vibes of Golf Story. Like you're in an academy school where they teach you dodgeball, and then I played. I played a couple of matches of dodgeball against people, and it basically showing me how to play and things. It's like a story to it. It's a story to it. I think you could play. I think there might be an online mode to it where you could play. You know, against um, other players or computer, but they do have a story mode, and 
yeah, I mean, I'm, it's a game that I've seen like I would like, or I would mm-hmm. like to get into. I think you probably like it too, maybe. Yeah, it's like the dodgeball. Cool from you, you saying it being more like, uh, whatchamacallit, like a uh, golf, golf store. Yeah. Yeah. And what else have I played? I played the beta for Back for Blood that is happening. It's happening for some days now. I think it ends on the 9th, uh, which is going to be Monday. It's, now, I got a code because the way to get early access, well, of course, to pre-order or it's this thing you got to do, which I, it was it's easy to do because you go and have an account on WB account. Then you um, attach your Twitch account to your WB account and then watch somebody playing Back for Blood for oh, at least okay. an hour. So all I did was put that on the computer. And, you know, I didn't watch them. I mean, yeah, I just had it like I was watching them. Yeah. And then after that, they give you the beta keys. Like, you, well, you, and you have to pick what system you want to use. I picked Steam because I wanted to see... If this game could be played on my PC, and I tried it, and yeah, it played well. It optimized well on my PC, on my 970 graphics card. Mm-hmm. So, I was happy. And after playing it, it is very much like Left 4 Dead, except for the weapons. The weapons are different levels, have different stats. I don't know if you can level up the weapons. I'm not sure. I know you can get attachments. You can use currency there's currency you can pick up then you use it to buy things on stages and i don't think it carries over like if you leave the game you have still have this stuff i think it's a it's based on what you play you know i think it's based on each uh chapter you play Mm -hmm. so because when i left i realized i didn't have nothing so yeah so you pick up currency to buy either bad packs or maybe a different gun a better gun or attachments or some other abilities um ammo or something to help the team out so i that's cool but it, see i like the, the simplicity of left for dead and left for dead 2 that you pick up a med pack you picked up either pills med pack or you know pick up a grenade or incinerate grenade or like the bottle with uh basically the, um with like alcohol or whatever and throw it and mm. burn up Molotov. Um, yeah, Molotov. Yeah, I just can't think of the name. Um, and also, and like the guns are just the guns. There's some guns better than others, but that's it. There's no trying to upgrade them or attachments. You just pick up the gun you want. You pick up the uh, the um, melee weapon you want. There's no like, oh, this that this stat is better than this one. No, it's just simplistic. They made it. See, they got this, and then they got cards too here. So you got cards to see like hey um what type of stats you would have like it does something to the game like it may make it like hey if you achieve this in this part of the game you'll receive more health or your damage would be more so they got card packs too just like you know these games that come out now all have and i i personally don't like it because it makes me that uh Everybody's going to have to sit in these menus before we start the game to choose what we want. And then have to figure out, like, okay, what's this? What's this? I'm like, oh, my God. When I could just, why can't I just let me just pick up a gun? I mean, you can, but it's like, then I'm not playing the game, right? Because I'm not using stuff to make um, our run easier or, or better or get us more loot. And 
that's the only downside for me. Like other than that, it's fine. The shooting's great. I mean, it does everything what Left 4 Dead did. Um, I try to think of something more. I think. Do they automatically do the flashlight? I don't think you have to turn it on. I think it just comes on if it's in a dark place. I don't remember turning it on. Uh, I like the enemies I saw. They were cool. Like, uh, I don't really understand them. I think one is similar <laughs> to a boomer. Um, another one was like a giant enemy. And see, one guy, he was busy trying to fight. You didn't have to fight. You could ran. And we were trying to run, but he was just staying back fighting. And I was like, oh, God. I, say, they, I think he figured out that we weren't coming to help him. Uh, <laughs> so he ran back. And on my run, two of the guys didn't make it. Well, actually, no, one of the guys. The other guy barely had made it. Because they went, um, you had to blow up the boat. But they were the two that had the, well, actually, I think we all technically had the bombs, but the explosives, but I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure, like, oh, was I supposed to pick it up or do I just go to the marker and do it? And, and I just let them go ahead. And I stayed in the back to shooting zombies, um, trying to give them some cover. Mm-hmm. But then when the timer went on, I ran and we uh, ran to uh, where the AVAC was and they would take a long time. I said, oh, my God. I said, oh, my goodness. I said, I, should I go back to help him? I was like, nah, I want to win. I want to <laughs> be a laugh. And, then, and the guy barely made it. The other guy, he, he was just there, but he didn't get there. So we didn't get the full team. And I had a card for, like, you get something, the full team makes it out. It's like, oh, you bastard. I said, I could have. I don't know what the hell I was going to get because I didn't bother reading all the way. I just said, hey, let's see what happens. But, yeah, I mean, it's a fine game. It's a it's a fun game. I feel like if you like Left 4 Dead, you'll like this. If you like games of that nature, it feels great. I'm just not big on the whole customization of it. I, the simplicity, like I said, the simplicity of Left 4 Dead is where is that for me? Like I wish games would go back to that. Cause I have a feeling like, is this game going to have it where you buy car packs? You can buy car packs with real money. I mean, it's a WB game. Yeah. I don't feel like I've heard anything about it, but yeah, with it being a WB game, it feels like almost a given, right? Yeah, and that's that's a shame if that is. Even if they don't say, "Hey, you don't, you can't buy carpet, you can earn them." I'm just like, ah, I gotta. Why? Why can't it just be? This is it. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it does bring some play, like replayability to it, I guess, because like, hey, I want to try it with this weapon or try. It. I guess I don't know because you get something different every time. You, you know, you might not have the same guns mm-hmm. on each run, or same melee weapon on each run. But I don't know. That's that's just me. But I mean, I'll still play, I'll still get. Well, I'm going to have it on Game Pass, so I will still be playing this game when it comes out. I got, I still want to play it. Yeah. And last but not least, the game I picked up was The Forgotten. I've been seeing good reviews for this game, so I said, well, let me. Okay, they tried out. I see it's a nice RPG, a uh, very story driven um, RPG. And I didn't realize it was like a mod from Skyrim. But after I played it, I was like, man, this looks kind of just like the Bethesda <laughs> games. Yeah. And then I, then I looked up and said, oh, this, is, this was a mod at first. And it just made a full blown game. So you play this character who washes up on shore from, this, from a river, I think. And this woman finds you and she asks you who you are and you get to write and type in your name. And then you can say, like, what are what are you like? Are you so they could put like you're a soldier from somewhere or whatever. I, I picked I just have a I don't know where I came from. Mm-hmm. 
And then she didn't want to tell me her name. And I was like, why didn't just tell me your name? Say, I told you mine. And she said, it's Karen. And then you had a choice of saying, oh, because of all the memes. <laughs> all the memes, you know, like Karen. <laughs> really? <laughs> yep. And I did that. Yep. And I said, yep, for all the beans. So you're Karen. And, say, uh, and then she said that there was another guy here who, was, who also had washed on shore. And she said I could find him. Now, I need, I'm going to go back to this part because I'm thinking, like, why do I have to go find him? Why can't you go find him? <laughs> you're the one that lost him. And she probably said she probably had a reason. I just I missed it because I was thinking as I was going there, I was like, "Oh, she ain't gonna follow me." So what the fuck? I said, "Why? Why is she just staying there?" So I go look for him in this old temple ruin, and because I think that's what she was here for to look look at these things. Um, and as I go through, I fall in, um, like this the floor falls and. I fall in this water and then I see like this underground city, which is, but it's full of like golden statues and I'm walking through, walking through. Then I finally get to the end uh, and there's a letter. Well, not the end, but there's a letter uh, that he wrote saying that how he came down here and how he went through this portal and something like that. So then I go through the portal. I see the portal. I go through it and now I'm in the same place, but uh, about, hundreds of years in the past during Roman times. And the guy, um, so I asked the guy, uh, the guy, he saw me come through. He said, Oh, you, you're, you just came through here. I said, oh, I never seen somebody come. He said, Oh, you say, and then he say, Oh, your accent's funny. And I think I even had, they give you choices of what to say. I chose like how you understand me. Cause I was like, why, how you understand English? Right, somebody said, yeah. what? They said, no, you're speaking Latin. So oh, I yeah. guess whatever has happened to me, it makes me sound like I'm speaking Latin to them and they're sound like English to me. Mm-hmm. So then he told me what time period was. He said it was like 600 something like, a, or I don't know, was it six, or like a hundred something or I forgot after, after Rome was built. And I said, I don't understand that. Tell me is it AD or BD or BC? <laughs> he said, BC, what's that? I said, before Christ. He said, oh, don't say that. Those cultists. He said, oh, no. It's <laughs> something like that. We don't, we don't say that word. And then he told me to go meet with the magistrate. I go meet with him. Apparently, he had called upon me to come here. Like, in the future, uh, though. He said, mm-hmm. because this is a city where there's without sin. If you follow the golden rules... You won't be turned into statues. That's what happened to the last people that was there. They turned into statues because they committed sin. Thing is, it's complicated because you don't know what sin is. Uh, like, because people lie, but it seems to be okay. And he said he had bought me. He said that if ever came a time when somebody had committed sin, he would have to hurry up and go to the go to this temple and open this portal, which requires a sacrifice. It, he had to sacrifice himself to open a portal to have somebody come save them. So that means that it happened because I came through. So I'm here to help find out what was the sin that was caused and how to stop it. So that's the that's the basis of the game. Like you can, like you have to just you can do a lot of things. You can talk to anybody, and they have their own story. And you have a lot of things that that could be a sin because one guy. He was about to commit suicide. I was trying to stop him, but I didn't convince him enough. So he he jumped. 
Oh, wow. But that wasn't a sin. So now we know that suicide is not a sin. So he can go jump all he want next time I come back. Oh, because after, after, a sin has, after a sin has been done, then the, uh, then the statues will... Some of the sta- there's like two statues. There's statues of people who have been turned to statues. There's the statues of just like people with arrows or something. And they come to life and start shooting you with an arrow. When they shoot you with an arrow, you turn to stone. I mean, you, well, you turn to a statue. Hmm. And it's, it's really, it's probably gold. I think it's gold. And so as they're shooting me, my health was going down. I didn't fully turn to gold. So I was just running. I didn't know where to go. But then there's an indicator to tell you where to go when you, something important. I followed that. It follows you back to the portal where you was. And then you see a dead body. And now you realize, oh, he opened the portal. He sacrificed himself. So I go through the portal. Then I can, then I come back and uh, I'm trying to remember when I go through the portal, do I just come back there or do I go back to my time? I don't remember now. I don't remember what I did. I, I want to assume that I just came back to their time. Like I'm stuck in a loop now, but I'm not sure. I think that's what it is though. Because if I do go back to my time, I kind of want to go back and talk to that girl. So next time, because... I'm going to have to do this again because that's the game is that you keep repeating, try to find out what's the sin that's been caused because I stole something um, because this lady said she wanted this medicine and she needed the medicine to help somebody. She said, look, if I'm getting I'm going to have to steal. I said, but that's the sin. I said, it doesn't matter. I can't be here to watch people die when they can be helped because the man was he, he was trying to sell this medicine at exorbitant prices that nobody can afford. Because he's like supply and demand. So I went to steal it. And that's when all hell went loose. And like this loud sound. Like this sound like a god. And I, he said something. It was scared the shit out of me. Because I got my headphones on. So it was loud. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. It's like God speaking to me. And then, and then that's when I saw statues coming to life. They're shooting people. He was like, oh, what, yeah, what has been done? Who's done this? So they don't know I did it. So I just ran um, to the portal but I realized, you know what? I kept this. I kept the medicine, though. I kept the medicine that I stole. So now I see that. Oh, so I can take things, and I will have them on the next run. Mm-hmm. So I gave her the medicine, so she went to steal it. But then it, it caused another problem because the girl who was poisoned, she wasn't poisoned. She actually poisoned herself because she wanted to commit suicide because she is stuck in um, being a, someone's slave. Well, not. Well, she's basically paying off a debt. Uh, a dentist servant, I guess you would say, but uh, a long indentured servant because she borrowed a lot of money because she, she was trying to find a way out, out of the place. And this woman said, hey, I know a way out. And she said, you have to pay me this. So she took, but she said, I don't have that much money to pay that. And said, you, oh, I'll, I know a place you can get a loan. So she went to this guy to get a loan. And then I guess she figured that, hey, is she going to be leaving? Hey, she don't have to worry about about it but it was all a setup this is a setup they they both was only on the scheme she gets the loan the lady gives her she gave her this poison she said that's the way out basically like killing herself and then lady said no i want money back she said nope uh, she has a sign that says no money back or something like that buy what you you buy you own it whatever or something and then she's stuck working for this guy and that's what he's done to a few people he had a few people who are long indentured service that got to pay off this debt because they they schemed him. I was like, oh, man, that's fucked up. But I guess, hey, that's not a sin because that seems to be okay. 
Um, also, I think I was talking to, um, to the magistrate about like what they think of sins because I was like, hey, do y'all still have slavery here? Because he, he, he said, we're the most advanced country in the world. Stuff like that. I said, do y'all still have slavery? He said, of course we do. We are, our prisoners are slaves. He said, that's fine or something. And then I, I said, do y'all still have uh, fights to death, like blood sports? Say yes. Um, but that people, it brings honor to them. People even um, join, uh, you know, freely because it brings mm-hmm. honor to them or something like that. And I say, like, these things aren't look good upon in my time or, exec- or public execution. Say, oh, that doesn't. Well, I don't understand. I don't. I don't believe that. He said something like that. Like, like he's, he doesn't. Uh, he, like he's like that's. He feels like it's all okay. And apparently it is because it's you know there's that they nobody has um, turned the statues over that. So that's the thing. It's like well, I know stealing is definitely a sin. Now killing somebody, I don't know because I haven't done that yet or I haven't seen somebody do that yet. Because mm-hmm. um, some people are on the edge, like they about to do something. And I had to try to figure out that you got. I got a lot of quests that says like how to stop this person from doing this or finding something for them. So it it's a good mystery. Like this is a cool concept for a game, like a a loop, a kind of time loop um, thing. And I I like it. Like this this is cool. Like I'm going to be playing this for a while probably until I can figure out. Um, what exactly is the sin? Or is I bet I think it's multiple endings to this game too. So, yeah, um, the Forgotten City. Yeah, they definitely check this game out. I think this, I think this, I think this game is gonna be talked about for Game Awards probably. Like this mention at least mm-hmm. for like Sounds something cool, like yeah. like really in, innovative. But apparently, I, what did you see the year they done this mod for Skyrim? Because apparently nah. it's been yeah. I wonder how long it's been around. Uh, but I mean, this is like a full blown. It looks like I mean, you still can tell it. It's like a Bethesda game, but um, they, but it's, it's it's more cleaned up. Like it's a full, it's its own game now. And they says only four people have been working on this. Wow. And I wonder who's doing the voice acting. The voice act is actually pretty good. Like whoever they got to do voice acting, man, hey, good for them. Or oh, they had the the budget to do it. All right, so I guess we'll take a break, and when we get back, we will get to the flashback segment. All right, let's go back in time, shall we? Doodle doodle doodle. And we're back, and now we're flashbacking to the first week of August. Well, the first couple of days of August, the first seven days, really. So. Oh, yeah, the first week. Okay, well, what the hell am I talking about? <laughs> so, yeah, because it's a new month. You know, we do covers, but I got a few games to mention, too, um, this month. So, we got Bleach Soul Resurrection. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I don't know why they... Is that, what, um, Spanish or uh, is that I don't know. Italian? I was thinking French for some reason. French? Uh, French, okay, maybe French. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Japanese. <laughs> it's yeah. It, it's basically well, Soul's Resurrection, whatever. Uh, but Bleach is an anime, and this is a game. I, I don't know. Is this a fighting game? I don't know, or action game. I mean, it doesn't matter. I don't really it's an know these game. games. It's, I don't know his games, but hey, the Bleach fan, maybe you like it. Maybe it's like just like a people like those Dragon Ball Z games, even though they're bad. <laughs> All right, so we got Galaga. Legions DX for the PlayStation Network. 
Uh, I think we mentioned that for something else earlier. Thing the yeah, Xbox. I'm, that sounds great. So Limbo finally came to Windows. Yeah. We got Insanely Twisted Shadow Planet for Xbox Live Arcade. Yeah. I felt like I played this game, and I f- don't know what it is. It's the one that's kind of Metroidvania. You're uh, a little spaceship, and you're flying around sort of Limbo-y looking planets. Ah, like they're colorful, okay. but also silhouette Okay, cool yeah, I remember. I remember seeing this. I think I might have played the demo. Mm-hmm. Serious Sam Double D came off Windows. This is where Sam gets some um, blessing plants and got to up to a double D. <laughs> Sam was that guy that took a bet and lost and then had to get blessing plants. So, was this uh, like 2 HD or something? Was this a totally new game? I don't know. Double D. Let's see what Wiki says. Oh. Serious AMD is a 2011 side-scrolling shooter game developed by Mommy's Best and published by Digital Devolver. The game follows Sam Serious Stone traveling through various historical settings to destroy the horde of his nemesis. I don't know that I ever realized this existed. Oh, it's a side-scrolling <laughs> Serious Sam game. All right, so I guess is this part two of that? Uh, let's see. It was the uh, studio previous. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, that's a creative title. Subtitle characterizes that the game is in 2D as opposed to previous installments in the series. But is it? Oh, so maybe it's just double D as in 2D. Yes. Is that what it is? Yes, that's what it okay. is. Okay. All right. I was trying to think if it was like, why isn't it telling me whether it was a re-release or not? But yeah, no, that's what it is. It's that, yeah. Okay. And that was it, because I ain't going to mention these two. They're iOS games. And this is IO, which I don't even know what the hell that is. Come on, uh, Temple Run was huge, Dominic. What is IO? I don't know. Probably iOS and it got cut off. Oh, okay. Yeah, iOS. Simple one, yeah, maybe it is. I mean, I don't know it. You, you, you have to talk about it. It was one of those like behind the back infinite runner things. It was like one of the first ones that blew up real big on phones and kids were into at the time. I think adults right. too, but yeah, it's behind the back. Oh, see, yeah, yeah, that, okay, that's that's a little interesting. Yeah, instead of like a side scrolling, so yeah, it All was right. big for a while. So that is it for the first week of 2011. There might be some more games because I forgot to look at this other list, but I'll just have to talk about next week because we got a lot of shit to talk about because we got to go through the covers. So we go back 20 years, 20 years this week in August. We got Golden Sun on Game Boy Advance, which is an RPG. Did you ever play this? Yes. uh, I don't think I ever beat them, but I played a decent amount of Golden Sun back in the day. It was incredible. I mean, graphically... For that system, it was astonishing. Like, it was sort of 3D while using sprites. And it just harkened back to the days of, like, a Final Fantasy game. But it was more modern. Like, it was it was more like Final Fantasy VII. But it had that feeling, which even by that point, we had kind of moved away from a little bit. Um, where it was, like, simplistic, you know, choose from your menu, your your active time battle stuff had already kind of taken over. Um, but it was it was awesome. I, I miss those games. I, I'm surprised that we haven't 
gotten Nintendo revisiting that series at some point. I, I'm surprised too. I, I was thinking like Golden Sun was like I kept hearing good things about it. I never played it. Mm-hmm. Um like there's something like I always said, like, hey, I might play on an emulator or something game my best, but I just never got to it. And yeah. I'm surprised they haven't continued this. Like why is this that have gone kept going through yeah, Nintendo? I, mean, I, like, I guess it could just be similar to like um Advance Wars where, you know, maybe in the next year or so we could see something from that. I I see a lot of people on Twitter every time there's like a Nintendo announcement like, hey, you gonna do a new Golden Sun thing? Ah. Alright. We also have WWF Betrayal yeah. for the Game Boy Color. Made by Way Forward. Yeah. So I I didn't realize that, but I was looking it up because I was trying to see if this was one that I played, and it was. I very vividly remember this one because it's a side-scrolling beat-em-up, and the story is that you're trying to save Stephanie McMahon because she's been (laughs) kidnapped, and Vince has hired you, and if you save her, you get a shot at the world title. Um, I think this was around the time that they were doing like The Undertaker kidnapping her kind of storyline. Oh yeah, I remember um, that. But that a little awesome. bit after that because there are four playable characters you can play as either the Rock, Stone Cold, the Undertaker or who else can you play as? Or Triple H. Um and it's like Biker Undertaker. So it was after like Ministry of Darkness stuff. But yeah, it 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 makes a lot of sense that it was made by way forward now. Like it's not the greatest game in the world, but it's a fun little action side scroller, just kind of beat them up thing. And is it better than Shantae? Uh, no, <laughs> I, I wouldn't, wouldn't say all that. Cause it's very limited. Like you, you don't even have like a ton of wrestling moves in there. Like the rock can obviously rock bottom and you can pedigree and stuff, but it, it there's not like a whole bunch of signature moves. It's mostly you just kicking and punching and stuff, but it was a fun little thing. And I, I would love for them to make uh, another WWE game or even like an AEW game that did more with like the outside the ring story kind of stuff instead of just, just, you know, another wrestling simulator kind of thing, or in addition to, you know, just have another mode. They did that with kind of like Day of Reckoning and stuff for the GameCube, where it was like you were on construction sites as they were building SummerSlam stadiums or WrestleMania stadiums or something, and you were like throwing guys off of cranes and whatnot. (laughs) It's just silliness. All right. So last but not least, we got Shogun Total War Mongol Invasion. Oh, no. Yes, and yeah, those Total War games were, they look pretty good. Like, I just like seeing all those enemies. Well, I say enemies. Um, well, I mean, it all depends what side you're playing on. Um, <laughs> but all, yeah, all all those um, soldiers on the field, like, at one time, and they, they always look cool. And that is it. So now, since we know at the beginning of each month, we like to show the gaming covers for that month so we're going to start with 2011 with electronic gaming monthly and speaking of skyrim we're talking about the skyrim mm-hmm. mod we got skyrim on the front and it says right here come on get those words out of here <laughs> the top says go hands-on with nintendo's wii u and sony's ps vita 
Oh, okay. Oh, PS Vita. Yep. Yeah. There you go. It's got all the threes, Dominic. It's got Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, Uncharted 3, Mass Effect 3, Battlefield 3, Jesus. Bioshock 3. So so much um, creativity here, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, but Call of, War- Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 was big because that's basically ending the story of mm-hmm. Modern Warfare. This is the, like the last of that storyline until they brought it back, you know, what, a couple years ago, a few yeah. years ago. Um, we don't be counting that one though. Uh, but this was like the original storyline, and I didn't play that until probably maybe like six years later or something <laughs> when I finally finally played. And it was on like during this podcast. Yeah, I tried it out, and I don't remember what happened then. I still remember two and one more than than that one. But I mean, I only beat it one time, but it it wasn't memorable. But I don't think like the reviews for this. I think they were good but just it wasn't great right it wasn't as great as like what two was yeah i just no. never i didn't hear people speaking up to it like that like or even about the multiplayer like it was so great mm-hmm. i think people because black ops came out before this one right yes i think that was still re- i think people still like black ops but tomb raider this is the new tomb raider yeah so this is the um when they about to revamp i believe mm-hmm. i want to say and then you have oh Uncharted three. I mean, for me because I liked Uncharted two a lot. It was just that I mean I was kind of into this. Like I want to play this. Uh, play and it's a good game. It's just more the same though. Right. So it just that I mean that was the bad thing about the game. It was just more the same, which is not bad. But it's just like what more to say? I mean, but it's good. I mean, I liked it. I mean, I liked the story. It was good. It was all right. What else we got? Mass Effect Three. Of course, I was waiting for that. I mean, that was my most anticipated game. Mm-hmm. Alien, Colonial Marines. I. Oof. This was bad game, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think I want to say. Now, was it looking good? Like, were people like anticipating this? Uh, I don't remember. I want to say it was. There was some positivity going into it, like people were expecting something, and then it was just like terrible. Yeah, and this is this is one like it was taking forever because I feel like I heard about this game years ago. And yeah, that's it the one that yeah. got worked on by uh, the Borderlands guys, the Gearbox. But it sounded like almost like Gearbox just took the money and ran with it. Basically, <laughs> like we're gonna release this shit, like we're gonna take over developing it, but we realize that it's trash. So we're just going to release it in this really trash form and then move on with our lives and take the money. Yeah. They did that with Duke Nukem. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's how they get the money to do like the Borderlands. They just release those games, get some, <laughs> some um, people, some suckers to get it. And then it's like, okay, we got to get this, get some extra Borderland money. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Hitman absolution. Yeah. I know people like that. Um, I just never got to the Hitman games. Uh, Absolution, I actually played a little bit of that because I think it was it was free with a couple mm-hmm. of systems. So um, I played some, and I mean, it was I actually enjoyed it, but I think I was playing another game at the time, and so I just never came back to it. Battlefield 3, yeah, I played this game. It is not memorable at all, the story mode anyway. <laughs> like, I do not remember the story in Battlefield 3 because yeah. I was thinking about Battlefield 4 I was about to say the story then I was like oh shit that's Battlefield 4 and I yeah I don't remember anything from Battlefield 3 I just remember only thing I remember from Battlefield 3 though is that how good it looked like 
because we would look as like, oh man, this looks so good. Um, like the tanks look real and everything. I mean, graphically, yeah, it was impressive at the time. I mean, it's really anticipated. Like people were really looking forward to this. Plus, like the big like sixty-four player, you know, maps and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, Bioshock Infinite. I was really looking forward to. I mean, that game. Everybody's looking forward to. It. We couldn't wait for it. I mean, it's been it was kept getting delayed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, and Batman Arkham City, of course. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah, the best Batman one. We got E three wrap up. Go behind the scenes. Game art. Seeing red. Will Red Box kill gaming? What? No, it will not. It did not. I can tell you. <laughs> and other shit. All right. So now let's go to the next magazine. And we got here PC Gamer. And oh, look at this. Duke Nukem. Mm. Duke, they got the Duke review. Was it worth the wait? The PC Gaming verdict. Oh, they loved it. They loved the game, Daniel. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think they gave it a high score. Boobs, Bullets, and Babes. BBB. Don't believe right. it? Check page 50, Dominic. <laughs> oh, look. Spoiler alert. Bioshock Infinite. Plot secrets and never-before-seen screens. Ooh. Also, they got World Exclusive. First look at 12 League of Legend- Legends champions. Oh, man. League also Legends, revealed. Dominic. Yeah, this got to be the... Yeah, this is like the start, really, man. It's like 2011. Like, when did it come out? Was it... When did League of Legends come out? Was it... 2010 or 2011 or 2009? Let's see. 2009, October. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's still the earliest, but then it was huge. And it's it's still, when I go to Twitch, that's still one of the top five. Like, you remember, like, I remember when Overwatch was in the top five for a long time. Now, Overwatch, mm. I, I think it's like in the 20 or something. Like, that just fell down. Like, no Blizzard game, really, is in the top five. Like Hearthstone, I mean, I mean, it changes daily. But I used to see like every time I would just look on Twitch, I would see something at least Blizzard near the top. Mm-hmm. I think the thing I only I think I see is Hearthstone, and think and that's I think that's maybe the top ten. I saw it, and then I looked down the list, and then I saw Overwatch or something like that. So it's yeah. It, oh, you mean you think? I mean. I don't think that is because I think it was like that months ago. It's not because of what happened at Blizzard. Uh, I doubt no. that. I think it's just that people are playing other games because the big games no, I mean, now shit. are some of this for- stuff happened in Riot and <laughs> didn't kill League of Legends. <laughs> oh hell no! So and plus yeah, so it's League of Legends is like one of the top ones. Um, I think Dota's still up there, some around there. Then of course you got Fortnite. Fortnite's mm-hmm. big. Um, it's some RPG shit up there too. I forget. That's people just playing all the time. Um, all right. So I got kind of over from this. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The world's number one PC games magazine. All Do right, you think so, the reason the the two women's faces on Duke Nukem's cover here, he's holding one of them and one's pressed up against them? Do you think they have the same face because they're supposed to be twins, or just because they had the same character model? Well, I think they showed them as twins in the game. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I played the, I played some of the game. I yeah. told you I got to the place where the aliens and they were sort of raping them. And I got I felt disturbed. I triggered it triggered me. It triggered me. Good. Yeah, it's, it's like good, actually, that, I mean I ain't gonna say that triggered me. I think I, I just the game sucked and I didn't feel like going yeah. any further. <laughs> actually I don't know if we even got to that part. You know what, Daniel? I think I'm misremembering. I don't think I got that far. I think <laughs> I saw that in a in a um Review when like game trails <laughs> oh, reveal or something. 
uh-huh. or IGN, one of them. Like, whenever I had a video review, I think that's where I saw it. And I was like, oh my Jesus, God, they got this shit in here. Let's say. Yeah, I don't think I actually got that far. All right, so we got Xbox Gaming Magazine, the official Xbox Gaming Magazine. And we got Gears of War 3 exclusive hands on on the cover. Can you survive the onslaught? Full details on all new horde mode. It was a great horde mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Modern Warfare 3, holy S, whatever, whatever that is. Uh, <laughs> America is under attack. Uh, too much good stuff. Dead Island, Need for Speed, Assassin's Creed, and Final Fantasy. They heard you and they said, you know what? We won't release another Dead Island for a while. Yeah. <laughs> They say, what's in the next Xbox? It's on page 56. Oh, man. Check it out, guys. Check it out. All right. Oh, what do they got up here? Max Payne 3, Bioshock Infinite, Deus Ex. All right. So where am I? We got here the PlayStation official magazine. And we got Digigotten 3 on the front. Ooh. World exclusive. And they got also... Oh, touch and go. Hands on the PS Vita launch oh, lineup. Yeah. We're getting and the heavy done. hitters. All the games we talked about. Final Fantasy 13 2, though. Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, whatever. Uh, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think. I, I sounds so know. excited, Dominic. <laughs> was those two games, or at least one of them, was better than the first one? I felt like somebody said that. Mm. I felt like a few people have said that, but I'm not sure. I know. I think the last one, three, wasn't really good. I'm not. Yeah, I don't know. I just didn't like the first one, so I definitely didn't care about playing the other ones. What's it say? We kiss and tell Catherine's secrets. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. Catherine. That game's still coming out. All right. <laughs> so what else we got here? We got Game Informer. What's on this cover? Oh, Dishonored. Yeah. I had this magazine. The boldest measures are the safest. Yeah, it's a nice. Yeah, I like it. this. Is all right. Mm-hmm. And got the disarmed mask. Oh man, I want to see his face. I want to see what he looks like. They do show his face in the game, don't they? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember either. And I played most of it. All right. So I think that's it. Yep, that is it for 2011. I got here. Oh wait, did you do? You skipped Edge, right? Did I? I think you did. Oh. It's got the it? Wii U on the cover, Dominic. Wii U takes control of the next generation. Yes, Edge has, yes, the Wii U. Oh, that yeah, that's huge. That's the huge. Nintendo's best console. <laughs> Nintendo's best console came out. Best console, no way, boy. That's what it is, Daniel. Yep. Best kept secret, Dominic. <laughs> Nintendo reinvents. Wii U takes control of the next generation. Ah, nah, come on, man. That is... Really? <laughs> God, it's so weird that we're getting to the point where we're almost talking about... I mean, we saw it with the Xbox magazine, but like we're almost talking about like Xbox One and PS4 stuff on these magazine covers. Yeah. I mean, if you did that tablet thing, man. That was interesting. Yeah, they tried something different. All right, so now we're going back 20 years to PC Gamer, and they have Deus Ex on the cover. Deus Ex mm-hmm. 2 
And this was huge. Like, yeah. I remember seeing this game on the GT TV. I was like, oh, man, I really want this game. <laughs> I said, I don't have a PC. But then I heard it was Xbox. Oh, man, I don't got an Xbox either. And I was like, man, I hope I just get my hands on it. Because I, I was so jealous of it, the way it looked. It, it looked so, like, the graphically at the time, it looked so good. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it looked so good. And I actually knew nothing about the game, though. I knew nothing about this game. Yeah. I just thought it was like a regular shooter. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know what it was. I didn't realize it was like, you know... I think they said they had RPG elements to it, so that also gave my attention, but I didn't know exactly what you did yeah. of it. Well, that's um, the one that became more shootery and everybody flipped out over, too. Oh, okay. Oh, so so when they got their hands on it, they, they were upset about it? Yeah. Yeah, the second oh. one, along with it, they also mentioned here Thief 3. When those two came out, they were like, oh, they only came out on the Xbox, and now they're watered-down console versions, basically. Oh. Well, they also came out on the Xbox, I should say, because they did come to the PC as well. This is in, Inside Game God Born Spectre's Dream Studio. Okay. Is he Born Spectre still doing something? You know, I don't I don't know. I feel like you hear about him every once in a while still, but I don't know what he's done. It also, they got here 12 big reviews. What they got here? Medal of Honor, Jedi Knight 2 Outcast. Oh, those are big. And Jedi 2 Outcast, that's the game that my friend, it almost fired his computer. He, oh, no. He did not have the power. He did not have the power for that. But mm. it looked good for a brief moment when we watched it. <laughs> <laughs> Geoforce 3. Man. The best buys and cheaper Force options. Geoforce 3. Uh, now we're at 30,000. Is that Britney Spears down here in this corner? Yes, it is. Super Scoops, 53 hot new games. Why? Hashtag free Britney from this cover. (laughs) Was this one of her uh, games? She had a Britney Spears dancing game? It must be that Britney Spears dancing party or something game. Because it says, I'm on page 25 or 20-something. What we got here? We got Star Trek, Bridge Commander, Warcraft 3, Reign of Chaos, Medal of Honor... A lot of salt. Yeah. Star Wars Galaxies. That's the first Star Wars RPG, man. Mm-hmm. Um, MMO. Sid Meier's Sim Golf. Oh, yeah. This got good reviews, too. Um, Age of Mythology. This one, too, was huge, too. Sims Online. That Yeah, that didn't turn out so good. Uh, and Republic. I don't know what Republic is. Unreal 2. Plus Bioware, Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. All right, Dan, what we got here? Uh, we got Next Gen Magazine. They got your boys on the front, Dan. <laughs> Those are the worst rendered Mario and Luigi I've ever seen. <laughs> they look frightening. Look, look at Luigi. He is happy. He is happy Mario to be playing like, that GameCube. Look, he's angry, man. He's angry that Luigi's getting all the shine yeah. for the GameCube. Exposed. GameCube exposed, yes. <laughs> New screens and info from inside Nintendo. Luigi's Mansion, Eternal Darkness. Yeah, Eternal Darkness. Eternal Darkness. Yeah. Did you play that game? Yes. I I borrowed that from a guy in high school and never gave it back. (laughs) Okay. I'll tell the police. I'll call the police. It's like, is it? (laughs) Wait a minute. It's probably, um, how long? Like, what is the statute of limitations are up now, though? (laughs) Yeah, they probably are. 
It's <laughs> 20 years, I think. Yeah, I think I it's I forget his. why I never ended up giving it back to him. It wasn't like, I'm keeping this, but it was, I don't know. He just never wanted it back or something. Smash Brothers Melee, Star Fox Adventures, Wave Race Blue Storm. That, how did that turn out, Wave Race Blue Storm? <sighs> that was the launch one, right? I, I think that was pretty good, but it wasn't like as good as the Wave Races on 64 or something, but the water yeah. looked incredible. I don't know. That's another series that I would really like to see return. I mean, that or at least like Jet Moto. Jet Moto would yeah. also be awesome. And Pikmin and more. Also on the set of Resident Evil Ground Zero. Oh, is that the movie? Yes. Ground Zero. I don't remember I don't, that one. Like, listen, I only watched the first movie, so or I know there's a two and a seven. <laughs> I was just saying it. Twenty three. <laughs> yep, that was. Oh, maybe that's what the first movie was originally called. Really. The film Resident Evil Ground Zero, based on popular series, is currently in production in Berlin, Germany. Starring lead actress Mila Jovovich. Yeah, it looks like that was what the first one was originally called. I guess they just dropped that name. Well, only movies. All right, so plus the latest on Virtual Fighter 4, Sid Meier's Sim Golf, Star Wars Obi-Wan, Project Gotham. Ah, Project Gotham. Yeah, they stopped that series. I just said, we don't stick with Forza. <laughs> All right. So now we got the unofficial PlayStation magazine. And we got a lot of characters on front of here. Yeah, they got like Dante, Snake, Jack and Dexter, Maximo, and Titus. They pronounce it Titus. I know I like Titus, but they say no, it's Titus. <laughs> Final Fantasy X, hands-on with Square's Masterpiece. And shocking Metal Gear Solid 2 picks. I mean, you've seen picks in probably every damn magazine <laughs> of Metal Gear Solid. Like, that was just the biggest game like everybody was just waiting for. And t- until they realized Grand Theft Auto was the biggest game <laughs> that people didn't know. Like, they didn't realize they were waiting for. They didn't realize they were waiting for that. So, shit. PS2 big guns, the new PS2 games that must own. I mean, come on. Look at this, Chris. All these games, except I don't know about Maximo. I don't know when that came out. I think it did too, but I but I, I don't really care about Maximo. But all <laughs> these games came out at Christmas. I mean, during the holiday season. Yeah. And all in one year, on PlayStation Two. I mean, this is my Christmas. Like I had all these games except for Maximo. Um, <laughs> I, had, I had all those games at Christmas. I mean, that that's why it's like my best Christmas. Yeah. That's the one I can remember. I can't remember any of the other Christmases. Except for this one. And the Christmas I got Sonic 2. So I got Street Fighter that Christmas also. No, I didn't. That's a lie. I got Street Fighter 2 when I got Sonic Spinball. And uh, Art Alive. Yeah, Sonic 2, I think I just got that by itself. That was good enough. See, see, I can't remember. Never mind. See, I can't remember really <laughs> those Christmases. But I can remember this one. All right, so what they got here? Uh, PS2 goes online. Uh oh, chat with AOL. AOL, Daniel. Mm-hmm. That's your. That's your. Um, you still got the um, email. Um, yep. surf with Netscape. Oh, Netscape. And play these games. Tony Hawk Three, Twisted Metal Online, Gran Turismo Online. Man, online Future game, man. Here, I think about, 
I think it might be. It might get big. It might be big. Um, <laughs> SmackDown Three Incredible Screens of the PS2 WF game. I can't wait for this. And then I realized it wasn't that good. Um, <laughs> Grand Turismo Three. Yeah, we talked about this. Get all the cars. Unlock the F1 mode. Cheat to get tons of cash. Yeah, I, will, I appreciate that. Um, beat the best times. <laughs> But I had to actually replay for that. But then uh, all I did was like, yeah, I can buy the high-priced cars. And now they're so fast, I just drive to the wall really <laughs> fast. So I, like, that's all I did. It's like, oh, man. All right. So now we got Game Pro. Oh, boy. And we got SSX Tricky on the front Heck and yeah. Twisted Metal Black. And it looks like that is um, NBA Street. Yep. Guy Duncan, and that's a Kobe game. I don't know which game he's on for that. Maybe the 2K2? Maybe. Um, and that's Allen Iverson. So, no, Kobe would be something else. Was Kobe, did Kobe Could still have his own game side? with Nintendo? Maybe. I was about to say. They were doing those through the GameCube, I think. Yeah. Yeah, the GameCube, they got all those games we talked about. Xbox, they got Dead or Alive 3. Yes, the boobies, baby. You remember that commercial? They said... She what did he say? She kicks high. That was the mm, commercial. I think oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lord. She kicks that, high. Yeah. Yo man, Jet Set Radio Future. WWF Raw is War. Also, three point five million gamers read this magazine each month. Apparently, a <laughs> uh, hundred forty plus games inside. Jesus. Oh yeah, we talk state of emergency. That was uh, a Rockstar, Rockstar game, game too. Yep. Yeah, and I, remember, I think my friend got that game, and I was, I was thinking like, "Oh yeah, that this is cool. We can just go out and just riot and murder all these people." And so it's like, and that, I think that was controversial. Also, it was like, mm-hmm. "Oh no, you're not murdering." But then it turned out it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't good. I didn't. It wasn't that good. I mean, it, it got old fast. Play like this. It got old fast too. Um, Grand Theft Auto 3, Capcom vs. SNK 2. I want to know. I, see, I don't remember. Who told me about Grand Theft Auto 3? It had to be my friend across the alley. Because I don't think I ever really known. I mean, I would have read about it, but I wouldn't known like, hey, I want to get this game. Mm-hmm. It had to be a friend across the street about how good it was. And I think I borrowed it. Yeah, I think I borrowed Grand Theft Auto 3 first just to try it out. Say so like, okay, let's see how this game is. And then I realized, oh my god, you can do anything in this game. <laughs> and then when you get to pick up the hooker and go, go do your business in the car. So yeah. I said, okay, I gotta get this game. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta get, I gotta get this game. Spiral, Banjo Kazooie, Super Street Fighter Two, Turbo Revival. Uh, there are so many Street Fighters. Uh, Medal yeah. of Honor, Hell Out of Salt. Oh yeah, we talked about that. Oh, we turned around. Kaffa Wolfenstein. I think this guy mm-hmm. was pretty good. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, and Shimu Two. Yes, this is the last Dreamcast games. Daniel, Tennis Two K Two. All right, and uh, let's see here what we got here, Dan. We got oh, that's it. That's it for two thousand one. But we have one more Game Pro thirty years ago. And look at this cover. The greatest superhero. Spider-Man on the greatest console. The Sega Genesis. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah, my friend had this game. I borrowed this game. All I could get to was the third level. I think that's where Shocker was. Mm-hmm. And I never could, I could see him, but then something would kill me before I got to him. 
<laughs> and then uh, that was I always died. It pissed me off. I'm trying to think. I think the first person you fight is the lizard. I want to say. Did I even face Dr. Octopus or Sandman? I'm not sure. But man, I I mean, I just uh, I, I liked it. Uh, it was fun. I think you crawl on walls. I think you can crawl on like the side of the screen or something like that. Well, or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was great, Daniel. And I was like, yeah, you Nintendo people don't got nothing. Nope. Now I ain't had nothing at the time. Uh, until like, for, like Maximum Carnage. I, I, I think you had a game before that. What was it like a Spider-Man yeah, and X-Men just game? just a Spider-Man one. Oh, yeah. and it was, I remember Spider-Man X-Men. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know if that was a good game, though. I think I played it and I didn't... I, I don't know. I couldn't get into it. Then. Yeah. All right. So, let's see. An Amazing Spider-Man, Spidey and Sega spin spectacular. New games plus win $1,000. Ooh, there we go, Daniel. And prizes and mm-hmm. rare Spider-Man comics. It's like $20 million see, back, nowadays. Yeah, exactly. Next time you won. Yes, that is $20 million. Um, <laughs> Super Nintendo buyer's guide to all the games coming this fall. Oh, yeah, the Super Nintendo's coming, Daniel. It's coming. Watch out, Sega. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> hot previews. See it here first. Ninja Gaiden 3 and Star Wars. Well, I know what Sega did. They got Sonic. And they said, I don't care about those Super Mario world. <laughs> we got Sonic the Hedgehog. He's cool and he's got an attitude. Uh, <laughs> cool cards. What is that? Like car racing game or something? I didn't think car racing games was out but down this time. Um, Fantasia. I ain't. Yeah, I was thinking like I always thought Mario Kart was like the first kart game. There probably was one, and then Mario Kart stole it, and then yep. revisionist history. <laughs> just like just like people just like people think Nintendo's the first console. <laughs> yep. it's, it's like there was no no Atari or Kalinko vision. What the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> Mega Man for Game Boy, Fantasy Star Three. All right, look at this Turbo Graphics sixteen. Game Boy, Game Gear, the Lynx. The Lynx. Meow. Yep, the meow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Lynx, I, I know it, but I don't know it. It was, was it a handheld? It was a handheld, I believe, yeah. I, yeah, I should have put game because I'm looking at a cat right now. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because I always thought, whenever I thought and of when the I Lynx, put game, I thought about I'm the looking game. at a WNBA team. Okay. Look so, up Lynx console. <laughs> okay, yeah. It's the prototype for the Steam Deck. Ah, it, it, yeah. Oh, yeah, we talked about this. Yeah, because it's also got buttons. Like, it's got an A and a B button, but it's got it on the top and the bottom, so you can play it left or right-handed because it has a flip button for the screen, <laughs> which is kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, look at this. Do you, you got on your screen looking at these other handhelds right here? To get the RG351P handheld for $112 on Amazon. <laughs> what is that? I, I don't know. It must have got some bullshit game. Maybe it's like just Android like games on this uh, shit. Yeah. That's all we need Android games. Yeah. All right. So, oh, and the big one um, that Daniel wants me to mention. Um, yes. <laughs> the 35th anniversary. Of Metroid. Somebody's got to acknowledge it because Nintendo's out here just sending fucking tweets and that's it. I know. Yeah, that's a, it's a damn it's shame. I mean, it's one of the big franchises. At least, I mean, is it America big over in Japan? Kind of. No, it's not. That was kind of the problem is like nobody ever cared about it over there. 
my brother had this game. I didn't know how to play it because it's not a game that is like levels. So I did not understand at the time he had this. Now, this game came out in America, you say, next year, right? So Yeah. So it'll be 35 years um, next year for the U.S. But, yeah, uh, like I could not get anywhere in this game because it was complicated for uh, shit. How old was I? Dominic is still complicated for me. Two years? (laughs) If it weren't for, like, uh, maps and shit, because this game had no map, like, I wouldn't have beat it when I went back and played it, like, a couple years ago. Oh, yeah, that's right. But, no, my brother got the Nintendo Power. I think that's why he got his maps. Mm. I think he had it. Because I remember Nintendo Power when I used to look at the magazines. I I couldn't read them. But I... um, I would see like the whole levels. You know how they oh, put yeah. it. Like you see the whole. Yeah, they were good about that. Their walkthroughs were were always good. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yes, Metroid. Um, I did get the first Metroid I got was two that was on Samus Returns on the Game Boy, mm. and I was older. Staying with the fuck I was doing. Yeah, still hard. End up get, still hard. End, end up giving that game to somebody else to get to get Kirby. Yeah. <laughs> to get traded, I traded him. I said, "This is cooler. Look, it's more serious. Look at this dude." I called a dude. I didn't know it was a girl. And I still, I, it was. It wasn't until he's got a gun. High school, I knew it was a girl. Mm. I never saw it because I never saw the thing. Talk about the ending of the game, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, when she took a helmet off, I never beat the game. And there wasn't things. The internet. I wasn't watching videos or stuff like that. No, so. No. I didn't know she was a girl. Then I just remember reading in a magazine something like, "Oh yeah, Final Samus was a girl." Like it was a good reveal. I said, "What? <laughs> that thing's a woman? I thought it was a robot." Just <laughs> <laughs> all right, but yeah, you want to say something because it's thirty fifth anniversary, right? Yeah, I mean that that first game is rough. Even going back to, it. I mean, especially going back to it now because it it didn't have a map. It wasn't linear, so. You know, it was extremely hard to navigate. You kind of either had to make your own map or buy a strategy guide or something like that. But as far as like genre defining things, it is still, you know, top tier as far as creating that exploration, nonlinear kind of action game that it that it is. So, yeah, at the beginning of yeah, what is I one of my, my favorite series. Remember. Yeah, I wish my brother could remember that game i mean next time i talk to him maybe i'll ask him if he can remember like how did he play it how did he if he did beat i don't know if he even beat it but how did he play through it mm-hmm. like did he just make his own map because i think sometimes he did yeah he had a notebook paper. yeah like i yeah. remember oh my dad my dad like on his pc games my brother sometimes on a game i see them he's always get a notebook out like drawing something and i guess that was the map they were doing now my dad yeah, yeah he used to play this game called condor and he'd be like the dungeons, I guess, is just I don't know if they're random, but he didn't have a map for it, and you don't have a mm-hmm. map, so he would be drawing it with his hand, like where he was That's going. Cool. And then eventually, I think he said he, he found like online um, people who had made maps because he would print. I see, I see a bunch of printouts of them, mm-hmm. and I see even with those maps, I didn't know what the hell I was doing in that game. <laughs> Damn Condor! All right. All right, so that is it for the flashback segment. We'll be take a we're going um sorry. We're going to take a quick break and when we come back, we'll get into the gaming news. All right.
and we're back. So let's get into the gaming news. What we got, Dan? All right, Dominic. Big news for the PlayStation 5. All five of the owners of PlayStation 5s out there that are listening to this. So Sony has finally added NVMe support, the uh, little mini hard drive sticks that look like little pieces of gum. Added the support for that. So now you can finally expand the size the storage size of your PS5 so it can contain more than just like Call of Duty and one other game. That's good. The only problem is they didn't give like a list of like specific drives to get. And it's not like the Xbox where there's like a Xbox branded expansion thing. So they give like very specific things like you should get one with a heatsink because it gets hot, but also it can't be like this thickness. It has to be this. It's, it's very weird. It's very stilted and very Sony-like in that way where it's like, you guys didn't fully think through this. But it is good that they're finally giving those people that option. I mean, that's outside of the pricing for those things right now, which is still pretty high, especially for the, the high-speed ones. You know, it's very much something I would want to do. I mean, that's basically what I did with my PS4 was get like a two terabyte drive and up until like last year or something, I never had to worry about deleting games, which is always nice for me in my digital hoarder lifestyle. So finally got that going for him. It's, it's so weird that it took them this long to actually implement that stuff though, Dominic. I mean, Xbox at least has had their expansion stuff in place since launch. So, but with that, Dominic, you will have some room for, PS5 exclusives like Kena, Bridge of Spirits. Which well, you really not going to let me say anything on that. Well, you didn't take the opportunity. I tried well, to no, pause, no, I, but I, not I, pause too long. What did you pause? Oh, I'm, maybe, I, maybe I was reading something at the time. Um, <laughs> I, don't even, I didn't hear you pause. My fault. You yell at me for dead air, Dominic. You yell at me for not <laughs> pausing. I can't win. <laughs> All right. So why can't Sony, after two consoles... Make it just easy just to put um, an external hard drive. That's a good question. I mean, this one's more complicated. I'll, I will give them credit for because it's that fast storage. It's the NVMe stuff, the Gen 4. I don't know that you can do that over USB. That's why, you know, Microsoft has that like very specific port in the back, which that makes it like proprietary. But, I mean, they're, they're, yeah, I I don't know. Because, I mean, you can use a, I I believe with the PS5, you can use an external hard drive, but you can only use it for PS4 stuff because it's not, you know, speed rated for for that other stuff. Yeah, it's difficult because, like, we see it with Microsoft and Sony. Like, they both went in kind of the opposite direction of where, like, Microsoft gives you a very specific thing that you can get. You know it's going to work. You know it's going to be up to the speed that you want it to be. But it's a proprietary thing that theoretically more more manufacturers will be able to do in the future. They just had a deal with Seagate off the bat. Um, and again, it's a proprietary thing. So who knows? Maybe Western Digital will come out with something or whatever other hard drive manufacturers. I mean, at this point with M- NVMe drives, it's anybody that makes RAM basically. So it's not just hard drive, traditional hard drive manufacturers, but Sony gives you the openness of, you know, allowing you to put 
basically any high speed NVMe drive in there, but also doesn't it's more of like a tinkerers kind of thing or a do it yourself kind of thing. Right. Where it's like, you have to be a little more invested in the ecosystem in the world to understand what drives you can just drop in there. But for those people that are, it's, you know, maybe a little better because you can find those drives slightly cheaper because there is competition there because they're just PC drives. So, yeah, I mean, I, from what I've seen, the pricing on those Xbox ones isn't terrible, but also right now it's only like what one terabyte. So you can, you can buy if you had the money two terabyte NVMe drives, as far as I'm aware, possibly even more, more, you know, more space at this point. But, um, yeah, I mean those, those that's when you get into like, Oh, you're, you're paying the cost of the console to console, yeah. get more <laughs> storage is. for this thing. So, yeah, it's it's complicated, but I'm glad they finally at least got that far and hopefully they they get to a point where they just say, "Hey, we've tested these drives and these are ones that you know, we know will fit in that space and we recommend you using and won't overheat or anything like that." Cuz you know, that's going to get them in trouble if somebody puts a drive in there and it overheats and freaking oh, melts yeah. something or catches fire, god forbid. So like they yeah they watched this console out there um because why couldn't they test this all the stuff before i feel like this could be right tested before you couldn't you could have had a partnership with somebody of like hey this works with the ps5 mm-hmm. and yeah and this is a been, branded yeah. one you know we're gonna make it blue so you know that it's a playstation yeah. thing yeah partner or part like you could partner with it not have to be yours it could be partnered with another company most likely and mm-hmm. for they the official one made by whatever and like Hori does with Nintendo stuff, right? Yeah, it's like exactly. here's this thing that's licensed by us. That yeah, this will work. Like this, you'll know that one will work, and you won't have a problem with it. Well, when uh, it finally launches in 2021, and all these people who've had them prior to us are just beta testing them, we'll we'll know why, Dominic. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is the early access phase for these consoles right now. See, Daniel, it it's a trickle down fucking effect. <laughs> It started with the games. Now, yeah. like basically early access, but then they just start putting full blown games, and them just being updated to be totally different what they were when mm. you, you you bought the game. Like you got to do a big patch because like oh yeah we we got to fix some things, and then months later it'd be like oh we got to fix some more things, and then it's like okay now the game is good, it's like the game can run good and everything, and now it's carried over to the consoles. Then they're gonna do consoles like okay we. I mean, test everything out, yeah, so we're just going to put this out there, <laughs> and then we're going to add things, you know, as time go on. Exactly. Speaking of reasons why these consoles shouldn't necessarily be out, Dominic, we got another delay here. We got Kena Bridge of Spirits. That's being delayed only about a month, though, so from August 24th to September 21st. The developer basically said they just okay. use that time to polish it up a lot more and, and get it Take a nap. <laughs> yes, to, to finally get some rest. Yes, these poor developers have been working tirelessly. Um, speaking of developers, I'm sure working tirelessly. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West. There, there's nothing official out there yet, but there are some heavy rumors out there right now suggesting that this game will not launch this year and will be Ooh. pushed back into 2022. Now, I could see that like a you know 
God of War came out in like a March or a May or something, right? I could see that mm-hmm. being. And I mean, even the original game, I think, came out around that same time. So I could see that happening. But with that being the case, does PlayStation have another big title this year? I mean, K- Microsoft Kina? doesn't necessarily have. Yeah, Kina, obviously, as we just discussed. But it, do you think that's enough? Do you think, no, is, no. There, is there anything else you can think of off the top of your head? And the thing is, coming? I just want to know, do you have to? Or are people just going to try to buy one anyway? Yeah. You know? I mean, we've seen over the past year, they're just going to try and buy one. There haven't been makes much it, in the way of But like I see on the internet, um, a lot of people are saying, this makes it so much easier for me not to buy one now. Mm-hmm. Like, even if I could buy one. It's like, I don't care. It's like, oh, it's not a big deal that is they're limited. Ain't really nothing to play on it. I mean, yeah. it's, not, it's, not, it's not enough to play on it right now that... Like, it's not a big deal. It's like, I can wait. Like, they'll want it, but I can wait because the big mm-hmm. games are not out yet. Or the games that people really want to play, not out. Or or it's just like one game maybe they want to play, so it's not worth yeah. getting the new console yet. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that's how it was for me is like Ratchet and Clank is there, obviously. And I'd like to play Spider-Man in the, the best possible fashion, but without a fancy TV, I don't know that my experience would really be that much different between playing on PlayStation and I PS5. think it will. Low times. That's yeah, that is very true. Low times. I forget about that. It's just like someone mentioned that there yes, we look at these games that are getting delayed and that's fine. It gotta be delayed, it gotta be delayed. But now it's to a point that we are getting games that are on previous consoles on the second year. I mean the first year. Like first year and some months. Or when the, the game or the console's been out, I don't know if that happened before. Like the big games yeah. are also played on the previous console. That's why it's it's not a big deal. Like like it doesn't. You're not totally hurt by not having a PS5. You can Absolutely, still yeah. play the game. Um, the only one is Ratchet and Clank, really, or in Demon Souls. Um, yeah, D- Demon Souls and. Yeah. But that's also a game that you could theoretically play the original one of. Oh least. yeah, yeah. But, well, yeah. And so, you're. It's not that bad. I mean, it's like for me being. See, for me, where I'm at financially, that's great. I say like, good. I can still play games. It's like on Xbox. I'm happy that yes, all those games they don't even look better on other consoles. At least I can still play them. It's like PS5. I'm like, oh, I can play on PS4 if I really want it. Uh, um, and I'll just be able to play them in the best way when I get a PS5 someday. Even mm. though I, I'm still very confused about the upgrades of some games because it seems like some games I had to pay money to see it look good on a PS5, where I don't have to do that on an Xbox. Uh, that that I totally disagree with. I do not like that. And for people to be okay with it, I see a lot of people okay with it more than I thought I would. And I'm thinking like y'all was. Sh- fucking shit on xbox if they did that mm. i just find it really funny i'm not seeing a lot of pushback like people are understanding like oh i understand why they charge i'm like what the fuck i already pay 60 dollars for it. why why I, I got your console i'm gonna get i'm gonna be paying money in your ecosystem so why the fuck are you gonna you gonna charge me again man yeah. like come on i i don't know i like i totally disagree with that but 
this is like good slash bad news. Like it's it's like, <laughs> hey, good for people who don't have the consoles. Like, hey, what the hell? Uh, I can wait on I can wait on getting it. I can wait on putting down five hundred dollars. Or it's bad for the people who did who do have the consoles. Like, why did I get this? Or like, right. I, I'm only I'm only playing this many games. Like, I'm playing the same games that people are playing on my PS4 on a PS4. Yeah. I'm just, it's just playing. extending the messiness that has been this entire launch. Cause like you said, like how often are you able to play the big titles months and months, uh, years into the release of the new consoles? Usually support is dropped for them. You know, you'll get your sports titles still coming out yeah. for a couple of years, but you're not seeing these big titles. Like, like by this now. time gears came out for Xbox, you ain't playing that nowhere else. Yeah, and um, but I mean they're getting Halo, but Halo is played on the last gen. Right. Uh, like um, well, Sony they don't have it. Things we thought were are not. They are actually played for on both. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when we're gonna get that real big game? I mean, the biggest one is Ratchet and Clank. Even though I, I'm go- now Daniel, I'm convinced that you couldn't probably do you could you could. I'm yeah. You couldn't do some things in that game on the PS4, but I think that game could have still been on a PS4. It just <laughs> would have been not. Um, you couldn't be too seamless, or it would have just been long. The yeah. load time at the beginning would be very long, like because they got to put everything in there so it can be seamless. I think it could have worked. I think it was a lot like easier, so you didn't have to bother. But I think if they really <laughs> wanted to, I think it could have worked. Yeah, I don't. I don't disagree there. Yeah. So I so. yeah I so I haven't really seen that. Well, besides that game, I mean it is exclusive. There, I haven't seen that game that's truly next gen. Like Returnal, Returnal could be played, man. I'm so, I mean it looks good, but I feel like it could be. I could see it slightly worse. Oh yeah. On a PS4, I don't see much about that game that convinces me that it's next gen only, and maybe. Part of that is like we're just not really going to see a game like that because of the way these consoles are basically iterations of the previous one. And, you know, we'll see ray tracing that's impressive or whatever. But at the same time, it's like, oh, yeah, you could just turn off that ray tracing and this could be a PS4 game, you know? Yeah. Hopefully we get something that's truly shocking at some point, Dominic. But so I almost- 2022. Fall 2022, maybe we... That's where, like, the real <laughs> first year will be. Yeah. Uh, I can't help but wonder if it's going to be, like, it's not going to be a graphics thing. It's going to be a gameplay thing. Like, you know, no loading seamless. I mean, almost like what it sounds like Spider-Man is, is basically very little, almost non-existent loading times up front and also no loading time throughout the game. But like just in a huge Witcher s Skyrim esque world, I, I, there's got to be something that's just going to be revolutionary. Yeah, that, you know, will and blow then, us away when they do have loading on these newer consoles and it's quick. But you know, the loading screens have these messages. You gotta, ch- <laughs> you gotta change it. Then you gotta change it to a point where hit A to continue yeah. or something. Or change some way to convey that message you were trying to show. I was going to say those, convey it in the world or something because yeah. I'd rather have that than you know. Have yeah, to yeah. Just keep pressing A because my cause, loading cause, screen. 
Yeah, because because yeah, you keep coming up because you can you can just go to the next scene. So mm-hmm. you gotta convey something differently because it's like some things they be talking about on the screen. I'm like, oh, what's this about? And then like um, Yakuza or something. But then if I'm playing on a Series X, man, that thing is quick. I see it and yeah. then it's gone. And I was like, oh, <laughs> all right. So what else we got, man? So we got another delay, Dominic. This time we got the Evil Dead game, which has officially been delayed from 2021 to February 2022. So okay, this this could be competing with Horizon Zero Dawn or Horizon Forbidden West, I guess. Um, what what is your interest? Or some level other games. In I mean, game? I keep hearing a lot of things in 2022. I just forget what it is. Yeah, basically everything at this point. Yeah, anything that doesn't have like a very firm release date at this point for 2021, which still feels like there are a lot of games around the edges. Just, well, just like technically, Halo doesn't. That's true, and I'm not entirely convinced that it's going to come out this year either. Now, I they're announcing controller colors. I feel like they're committed to this release date now, right? Yeah, I, I, I think but, it is. I think it just commit. But still, like, when do they announce that then? Maybe they're trying to figure out where other games are being released to release. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, uh, that would be the thing, right? Is like once you once you see that Horizon has been delayed, you're like the next day you come out with your press release about when Halo's coming out or something like that. Yeah. Maybe trying to figure out where, when Call of Duty's being announced. I mean, That's wh- true. Wh- they, I mean, wh- we know they nothing don't have it about Call of right? for this. No. Official one, think- anyway. Yeah, I mean, I think they said on like their earnings call or something that there is a Call of Duty coming this year. But yeah, there's no official announcement about it so far that that we're aware of. You know, so. we would know when the date is coming out now. <laughs> Usually, yeah, it's it's pretty weird. It happens at E3, at least. Maybe they uh, got those Tony Hawk guys in there helping out, and they were like, ah, they fucked up and turned it into a Tony Hawk game somehow, so they're skateboarding, and we got to get rid of this. I don't know. Like some kind of infectious disease or something. Yeah. So, speaking of games that we don't know when they're coming out, Dominic, uh, the South Park guys, Matt and Trey, Trey Stone, Matt Parker, is that right? Yeah. That sounds right. Those guys have signed an extension on their contract with Viacom, and they're going to be doing six more years of South Park, the television show, as well as I think they said like 13 or 14 streaming things, which sounds like a lot as far as like, because they made it sound like they were movies, but I I am not convinced that they're going to yeah, make that I many heard that movie, But it movies. could just end up being like um, Imagination Land, um, just a mm-hmm. Like long a form. Long form. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Something like that. Um, but along with that is it sounds like they are working on a new South Park game as well. And I, I believe the the description of it was a 3D game. Um, obviously, they've released phone games and whatnot. But if they were to do a new console game, what, what setting would they do? do because they've done their fantasy thing now they've done their superhero thing i mean i guess you could do like an imagine land thing is there any other kind of uh theme that they used in the past that you would uh pop for uh uh i don't know yeah i don't i i can't think i can't think of something 
Yeah, because those were kind of the two big things. The monster, <laughs> no, like a Barbra Streisand. Yeah, they could do like kaiju's or something, maybe. Tie that into I don't know. Something like, about pop culture what could be kind of in there. That's what I was thinking, but like the thing that pops in my head is like election stuff, and I don't know if you want to tie yourself nah. to that, especially because it's because it has to be the fact recent. Yeah. It has to be something to really be recent. Uh Maybe zombies? I don't know. I, something more along the lines of scary. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, even the first game was so dense with stuff for that. That that whole oeuvre, I guess you could say. I mean, what did they do in that second one as far as, like, the town and, and make, keeping it interesting outside of, obviously, I'm, like, the superhero I can't stuff. remember because it's been a while. But, I mean, it was still interesting. Mm-hmm. Thing thing is maybe they, maybe it's something that doesn't have to be a huge thing, but maybe it's just a story there that yeah weed related Dominic. It's going to be weed related. Happiness okay. Farms. <laughs> they I think as part of that contract, they did also talk about like a weed train that they're going to be doing or something like that. So okay, that's that's not entirely surprising, I guess. I don't know how that would go over with uh, console makers could you release a weed game on nintendo switch i don't know but one of these days I have to get around to playing that second game it seemed like it was Man, I still feel like nintendo good. there's probably a lot of games they just those, don't like, care anymore. indie games that you know that <laughs> some of that stuff is real bad on the eShop. yeah <laughs> there's a lot of a lot of booby games on there now yeah because that eShop just looks like steam now man mm. Like, just a whole bunch it, of junk. It really does, yeah. They need to... I don't know. Just, I don't know. Can you section that stuff off, at least? Like, I don't know. Do they need more categories or better... I don't know. I, I don't know what you do. Better curate that stuff. I mean, that's just the problem, right? When everybody wants to release on your thing, just like Steam, like, how do you keep that organized and and surface the good stuff without necessarily putting your thumb on the scale, I guess is yeah. what steam's excuse always is. Right. Like they're like, Oh, we don't want to, we don't want to mess this stuff up. We want it to be natural. I'm saying, okay. But here you got the game where you play as a Nazi killing school children. It's at the top <laughs> of your list. Is that all right with you? Yeah. And then these girls that look like freaking 14 year olds, uh, and like these stories, sex stories and shit. Those uh-huh. anime girls. Exactly. So, yeah, we'll see how that goes. I'm sure we'll we'll hear about it in the coming years. I'd wonder. I wonder what studio they would work with now that Obsidian is now with uh, with Microsoft. And I know Obsidian didn't do the second one either, but it was still Ubisoft, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know. Ubisoft's got its you own thing going on. <laughs> Does the claim still exist? I don't know. I don't think so. In name form only, maybe? <laughs> it's probably like a holdings company or some bullshit now. All right, Dominic. Speaking of Ubisoft, they are teaming up with Bungie to go after Ring One, which is a subscription service for cheats and aimbots and stuff. This This company is very audacious in that they are asking for, like, as little as, and I put that in air quotes, 25 pounds up to, hmm. I think, like 75 pounds 
a, a week for a week. cheats. Yes, a week. Now, I, the one I was looking at was like dead, not dead island. Um, uh, shit, what was it? The Dead by Daylight. It was like 25 pounds a week or 50 pounds. That doesn't sound right. Yeah, 50 pounds a month because obviously that would be almost half price because there are four weeks in a month. So wait a minute. Um, like they'll keep updating that cheat like if there's something that happens – I mean, I would imagine that's why they're, well, I mean, obviously there's reasons why they're requesting money, but that's why it would be worthwhile to someone, right? Is like as a subscription service is that if they patch out whatever latest cheat or, you know, ability to use an aimbot or whatever, I don't really know how that stuff works, to be honest with you, as far as aimbots, is that something that is like controlling your mouse cursor in a way that is weird or is that something on the... The actual game yeah, side I, of things. I don't know either. Like I see this type of cheating. Like I, I disagree with because it's the multiplayer and right. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, and I'm well, not just small. Like yeah, it's yeah, it's multiplayer. I mean, multiplayer. Yeah, you're affecting versus, other people's but, yeah. ability to enjoy the game by using using these kind of cheats. It's not yeah, exactly enhancing your experience necessarily. Yeah, if it was a single player, you had your experience fine. Even though I don't agree. Like there are places where subscription service for just that too which i don't do because i'm like i'm not gonna pay for it like, like if it was like well i could just pay for one thing and get all these cheats and like like a game shark or actually replay then yeah uh but no i'm not like these be patreons or hey pay, pay for this in a month or get the year pass and i'm like oh nah man i said i ain't gonna do that i said yeah. i don't feel right <laughs> paying you guys <laughs> For that, I mean, I don't mind giving a little donation here, like I mean, like something, like say, yeah, okay, tip jar like kind of stuff, you. like thanks yeah. for your work. But like a Patreon, like I pay. It's like, come on, man. I said, can't just, yeah, just there's somewhere I can just give you five bucks every now and then. Yeah. So they should go after these guys because this is, yeah, freaking the way they did it. I mean, they're just out there. So yeah. I don't know how long and they're using this been like around. their art assets on their website and everything too. Like it's. It's blatant. Like I don't know how you got along away with it for as long as they they have. Yeah, that is that is ridiculous. That's it crazy. Makes perfect yeah. sense for those two studios to to band together and and try to take them down, especially when like two of their biggest games, you know, Destiny and Rainbow Six Siege, are being you know manipulated for this stuff. Yeah. All right, Dominic, now we get into the uh, darker side of video games here. First up, we got Pokemon Go. Uh, Niantic has rolled back like their social distancing stuff. So at the beginning of the pandemic, in order to play Pokemon Go, while also you know remaining in quarantine and respecting people's social distances, they had done things like doubled the range of gyms and uh, Pokestops and stuff like that. So okay. if it was like... 40 meters it would be 80 meters and stuff like that um and everybody was loving that also remote raids and things of that nature but now they have just rolled that stuff back and fans are of course pissed about that why and basically because it it was a quality of life thing basically right like it made it easier for the game to be played and enjoyed instead of having to go to these specific places to do this thing even yeah. though that's kind of the basis of the game. But, you know, I'm sure that's going to be Niantic's The pandemic argument. is over, people. 
It's <laughs> exactly. over. I mean, there's also <laughs> that, right? Is like we're not really necessarily out of the woods yet, so it's maybe not time to to start rolling this stuff back. Yeah, we really um, aren't, but whatever. Like people, yeah. I don't know. I mean, they're requiring some places for kids to wear masks. That seems to be a problem. Like I was thinking, like that's that's minimum. Yeah, that's like minimum, right? <laughs> Just the kids wearing the mask. Because I was thinking, like, oh, they like kids of a certain age would have to be, uh, you know, that get a vaccine or something, or mm. like they're not forcing anything on them. They just tell them yeah. they have to wear a mask. And these Which parents, is, man, they I mean, are angry. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of weird, right? Because, like, there are vaccinations that are required to be in schools, right? But I guess, you know, you, then you get into the argument for this one specifically where it's like, oh, it's not FDA approved yet. And, you know, it's been yeah. rushed through allegedly and blah, blah, blah. And all the arguments that you hear about this stuff. So, like, mandating the kids actually get it, you know, if they're 12 or older. I think that's the, the age cutoff limit right now. Um, I could see that being you know an issue but yeah like you can't make my child wear a mask all day dom yeah that's, that's how all this child predators get them at this meeting like i said we want to recount on the vote yeah to fight for a right she yes. was angry they, they got these yes, shirts saying like unmask our kids or something like mm. that and well I there's like, also man. like this weird thing that's happening i think especially in like florida right now obviously being one of those kinds of states where a lot of people are tying making children wear masks to like sex trafficking and, and things of that nature. Um, so that that's kind of their reasoning behind not wanting their children to wear a mask because it makes it easier for people to kidnap them, I guess, basically and okay. move them around without being, you know, noticed, I guess. So I don't, I don't know. It's, it's weird out there, Dominic. Yeah, they find those excuses for not wearing a mask, and that, that, that's a that's a good one. It's like, hey, we found something. Maybe maybe we got this loophole so we can <laughs> force people to wear a mask anymore. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean that's that's pretty good. Uh, let's see, you can't take my guns away. People are going to kill my kids. Basically, protection of kids is always a good excuse to not do or to do yeah. something, right? Yeah, so, yeah, that's you know people are going to do what they do. But, but yeah, yeah, but, my, yeah, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, but the Pokemon. Yeah, it's. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why. I, I mean, I guess they figure. Yeah, it's just making it too easy, so we gotta make it harder for them. I don't. It's, I guess this is hurting them financially. Is, is them catching Pokemon like this? Is it? Well, I think I've I've seen some people, and it's pure speculation, but speculate basically like the way a company like Niantic makes their money is through selling your location data and by you actually being at a place and gathering more specific data instead of, you know, a larger swath of, you know, range maybe makes them more money. So, yeah, I guess at the same time, it's like if these costs, uh, quality of life things are good you get more people playing the game and you can make more money off your weird loot box egg pokeball thing right see this is it's kind of insidious um when like they use okay they make money from location data i mean 
that means it's probably a lot of games that I mean do that and like they just hey it's a fun little game but we're really trying to yeah. get some data for other oh, things. Oh, hundred percent, yeah, it, it, absolutely. I mean, I that's why to their credit, you'll see Apple, you know, do stuff as far as what kind of things are tracked as far as your phone data, right? Like if a game requires access to your call logs or something like that, that's, you know, this game isn't going to do anything with my call logs, but it's using that information to do God only knows what to sell to God only knows who, you know? So they are doing that. And, and Android does similar things, but I know Apple gets a lot of credit for their kind of privacy stances as far as that stuff goes. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's insidious. And, and especially when you then layer on top of that, well, they're making money off of that, but also they want money from these loot boxes and, yeah. and other things of that nature. Yeah. It's, it's real bad, Dominic. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it seems like phone ga- games in general are, are real bad about just, you know, taking your information and, and selling them without your, without your permission. So. Continuing our uh, trip down the badlands of video games, Dominic, and this one's uh, unfortunate in a lot of ways because uh, Fulbright, a company behind games like Gone Home and the upcoming uh, Open Roads, one of the co-founders, Steve Gaynor, has stepped down from his creative lead role due to some allegations of a toxic work environment. It sounds like over the past like year and a half, basically, they've had 15 people leave um, predominantly women. And this stuff doesn't sound necessarily like it's sexual harassment. Uh, It's more just uh, bad management. I guess you could say a a lot of uh, controlling and demeaning behavior is how it was described in the uh, polygon article that I was reading. Someone was like misogynistic. Like he was just treating the woman like now there was some talk of that like women being more micromanaged um we saw that as part of the blizzard stuff that we talked about Mm -hmm. previously as well where it was you know that kind of thing it sounds like they had taken action to have him it sounds like originally they noticed that this was a thing that was happening when they were starting to lose a lot of employees and they took steps to to maybe mediate that with him in that position and that stuff didn't work out. So then he was, you know, asked to, or forced to step back. And that was done around March before it became, you know, what it is now public allegations. Um, so it sounds like Fulbright was making some attempts to, you know, figure this out. Um, but some of the stuff, I think Polygon talked to like 12 of the 15 people that had left the company and they basically corroborated the story saying that, you know, a large portion of the reason why they left was Steve Gaynor's behavior. Um, and a, a big problem with a company like that, that you're going to see that's a smaller company is they don't have a dedicated HR department for you to go to. So even if, you know, the, the old adage holds true that HR is there to protect the company and not you, there's still no official way for you to log a, a complaint against someone or, you know, document the history of what's happening with your situation and you don't really have an outlet, which leaves you to leaving, you know? Yeah. 
So yeah, that's that's unfortunate. I I really hope it's just, and you see it all the time. There there are some people that just aren't fit to be managers, um, and hopefully it's just kind of a case of that. Like he's not he's not good at that aspect of it, but he's still a relatively upstanding human being and, and citizen, you know, and he can, you know, continue to work on this game and, and make it the best game possible while, whilst also not alienating people on his team. Cause it sounds like right now they're down to a, a group of about six people. And you know, that gets a little rough to release a game once you're, you're, you're losing 15 plus people out of what sounds like maybe a 20 or so team of people. So, yeah, because some of these guys, they were like who will become to the top position. They were the um, programmers or, mm-hmm. you know, or some creative um, background and working in games. Yeah. And this got you up to the top, but it doesn't mean they're good at managing, though. Right. Like maybe they've been there for, like first early in the company. And they just had, they, you know, they were able to move up and get to higher spaces. And, but yeah, maybe it just ain't good at managing it. I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's, I mean, I, I don't, I mean, I'm, yeah, it's always a speculation, but I mean, yeah, it sucks. It sucks that it, it came to that. Absolutely. All right, Dominic. And then we've got new revelations from the last time that we talked about the Activision Blizzard stuff. Uh, since then, there's been numerous things happening. Uh, one, Bobby Kotick, the uh, president, CEO, whatever he is at Activision Blizzard, is he basically released a statement saying, like, that initial statement where they were calling, like, these this case that was brought against Activision Blizzard bullshit is maybe a bad look for us, so I'm going to pretend like we're actually going to do something. Um so he vowed to bring in a third party that was going to assess the situation and and figure things out. I know there were some people that weren't happy about that because the people that they brought in were associated with other terrible things, union busting and stuff of that nature. Um, I, I can't really speak to that. I mean, there's got to be at some level where, like, if you're a corporation as big as Activision Blizzard, you're probably only dealing with lawyers and you know, corporate lawyers, the size of a certain size that probably all are active in measures such as union yeah. busting and things of that nature, unfortunately. Um, so I, I can't say anything to that. Um, but the biggest revelation recently was JLN Brack, the head of Blizzard specifically, has stepped down. Um, because he was appalled. Yes. At what this company has become. That's why, right? Uh, sure. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, no. So he's the long haired guy you might have seen from like the Diablo Immortals presentations and things of that yeah. nature. If you're not entirely familiar with Blizzard. Um, yeah, it sounds like he was basically kind of forced out uh, as kind of maybe a scapegoat is what the word is going around. I know there's a lot of people saying like, they're also using this as a way to maybe ingrain Activision mentality more into Blizzard than previously, you know, had happened. Because there was a while there after the merger where it was like, oh, Activision still or Blizzard is still able to do their own thing and work autonomously as their own entity. Yeah. Um, 
without kind of the oversight of like a Bobby Kotick kind of person. Um, obviously we're seeing now that that's wasn't necessarily a good thing. Um, but he is being replaced by two people. Uh, they will be taking over as co-leaders, Jen O'Neill and Mike Yabara. Uh, Jen O'Neill is actually from Vicarious Visions. I'm not sure about Mike Yabara, but we we saw last year that you know Vicarious Visions got swallowed up and is you know no longer working on Tony Hawk stuff yeah. and is now a support studio for Call of Duty, just like everything else at Activision. It seems like. Um, and these are steps at least, at least there's something happening there. Uh, there was a walkout that happened, I believe it was two weeks ago now, uh, short the week after we recorded last, um, that, that some blizzard employees took place in as well as other developers around the world. It sounds like as well, kind of as a show of solidarity, yeah, I walked out too on on the Super Pod podcast. Uh, so yes, that. <laughs> that's why we did the play last week. <laughs> Wasn't my fault. Um, yeah, so uh, there's some movement here. There, there's some other revelations coming out. I think we didn't really talk as much about. I think we talked about the Cosby stuff, but then pictures came out of like guys chilling on a bed with a portrait of Bill Cosby in this alleged Cosby suite. Um, I'm still trying to figure out, and I think I asked this on the last podcast and haven't gotten an answer to it. Was the portrait in there or did they bring the portrait? Cause I feel like if they brought the portrait, that says all we need to know about what's happening here in this situation. They said they, said they did it before though. Okay. They did this before Cosby had allegations. That's, that's what, that's what, that's what they're saying. And then okay. it just, because I did see them say something like, oh, it's a joke about like the decor of the room. It looked like a Bill Cosby sweater or something yeah. like that. But yeah, I, but then it, but, but no, but no, no, I, I can, I can see that, but they said the joke did change. Okay. After the allegations. Gotcha. The goat, the joke did change. It wasn't just about, it was like a Cosby room. Mm. So, so it did turn to be something so worse. It, so they started it before, but then it got bad, and they were like, you know what? We're on board with this. We're going to evolve the joke into a rape joke. That's, yeah, that's not any better. So yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly, yes. Yeah, so it, it's it's bad there, and it's, it's something we didn't really talk about because I don't know that it, it warrants it warranted it at the time of when we first started talking about this, but I was talking to one of the guys at work the other week after these allegations came out, who is a huge world of Warcraft guy. Like he he still plays the game, you know, the mm. latest expansion came out a little bit ago and, but he was talking about it in that fashion of like, you know, no wonder these games are, have been shit for the last five years because, you know, they all these guys have been playing Call of Duty and pushing their work off onto women and stuff like that. And it's like, eh, I guess I never thought about it from like the true gamer perspective of oh, like this business is also just ruining my games. I was always thinking of of it as like the human interest story, but I guess there is that layer of it too, right? Where it's like, oh, so it's pushing the work on a woman because a woman can't make games well. <laughs> 
And that's why shit. That, that's what. I, that's I don't. The story. I don't think that, that that's not where it was going with it. Although, as I was thinking about it in my head, like to bring this up, I was thinking like that could be a way that someone takes it as like, oh yeah, no wonder the game's crap. It, you know, it's not that just fewer people are working on it, but the people that aren't as good at making games are working on it now. But no, I, I do not believe that is the way he intended to to <laughs> to to show it or or you know say it. It's not the way I took it. Um, definitely did think about it that way, though. Um, yeah, so, I mean, obviously there there are multiple layers to this where it's like, obviously there's the human interest story and something needs to happen in video games because this is not the first story. It's not going to be the last story, but hopefully it can be closer to the last story. Hopefully this does push people closer to unionizing. There were, in addition to the walkout, there was basically like a list of demands uh you know presented by employees from Activision Blizzard basically saying that they wanted you know better representation of how things are are handled there at the company and among other things uh, you know basically equal pay and and things of that nature so there are in my head at least you know steps towards like hey they are this this is basically unionizing. Like we're we're taking those steps without doing the official paperwork. So maybe yeah. let's get to the point where we're just doing the official paperwork and and getting and everybody. Demand that there be our Warcraft Four coming up. <laughs> It'll never come out, Dominic. All because of the unions. You're going to blame the unions. So yeah, it's it's real rough out there right now. Uh, there's just more stuff coming out as we. So we talked about with the Steve Gaynor stuff, you know, unfortunately there is just all around the video games industry. So something needs to change. And unfortunately the people who are, you know, being most affected by it have to be able to do something to change that. You know, they, they're responsible in a lot of ways for their own destiny and we can be allies and support them, but there's not a whole lot that we can do from our positions if they aren't also willing to in some cases make sacrifices to to make this stuff happen you know it's unfortunate so we will see we will continue to cover this as it proceeds but so far uh seems like there's things happening over there whether they be good or bad we will we will see the results of but as yet to to bear fruit quite yet dominic um so did you have any comments on that otherwise or see anything else in the news you want to talk oh, about no i mean i'm just i hope i hope something comes good out of this um Absolutely. like in and, and, and at other places mm. oh something good comes Look out of me, it. you ubisoft any other news before we get into the playstation plus and games for gold this week uh nah i i now I guess nope, no other news. All right. So for PlayStation Plus this month, Dominic, we have Hunters Arena Legends. That's a battle royale game with melee stuff. Um, Darn, seemed, another battle royale. Seemed like, like people were not happy when they announced that that was going to be the the game this month. <laughs> um, and that's the PS5 exclusive one. So if you don't have one of those yet and possibly want to play this game in the future, go to the website and. And activate that on your account. And then you have Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville, Dominic, and Tennis World Tour number two. So the 
I mean, I don't know if there's cosplay for Battle for Neighborville. I, I have no idea. I mean, I, I would, I if there is, I wouldn't think the Switch version would be because they get a lot of free stuff that right. the other versions don't. Because the Xbox, I didn't notice any free stuff when I got back in there mm-hmm. um, recently. I forgot to mention. I know I mentioned it. I mentioned it like a few yeah. weeks ago. I didn't notice any free stuff like they did with the Switch version. Like, I want to try the Switch version just to see what you get. Like, what right. do you get that that of uh, that? Because, like I said, I still don't like the way you unlock things. But if there is cosplay, then that means the player base is bigger now. I mean, because technically, you know, you can play this game if you got Game Pass. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like there is you not get EA, cross-play, well, Game Pass Ultimate anyway. What'd you say? It looks like there is not crossplay, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Oh, but then it don't matter. Yeah. No, well, it's just it's just good for them that they got PlayStation people gonna be getting it for free, and they already had the Game Pass Ultimate where people were playing it. Man, so this guy is going in hard on them. This is from March. He said, unfortunately, Battle for Neighborville is a dead game. The Switch version is just a money grab for EA since Battle for Neighborville on the other platforms was a huge disappointment and was canceled in July, August 2020, less than one year after release. Besides a few random bugs fixes, the Switch version, we will not see any updates or added content. Really a shame as Battle for Neighborville was a great game. They just didn't take much input from players and fixed things, which they could have. Battle for Neighborville still has many issues on the other consoles they didn't take care of. Shame on EA. Yeah. I mean, oh. it's like it's a better game than 2, but it's not the improvement that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you're going to keep still keep it, those microtransactions, fine, but I'd like the car pack system from the last game better than what this is. Mm-hmm. Darn. All right, and then for games for gold, Dominic, we've got Darksiders 3, Ukulele, Lost Planet 3, and Garu, Mark of the Wolves. We got Lost Planet 2 re- uh, recently also free. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, okay. Got to finish that collection, Dominic. Lost Planet 3. I don't know how that was received. I think it was, what, mediocre? Yeah, mediocre. And what the hell was Mark of the Wolves? That's a fighting game, SNK... Uh, I don't know if Terry Bogard's oh. in that one, but like that kind of fighting game, like King of Fighters. Oh, I forgot to mention, I did try out that Guilty Gear game. Oh, really? How's that? Yeah, I, I, a little bit. Um, Is that Strive? Yeah, Strive, okay. yes. Because um, last one was Zerd, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, the yeah, it looks good, um, like visually. Mm-hmm. and But I don't know how I'll play. <laughs> I don't know how to do anything yet. I mean, I haven't played much of it, so I got to go through that tutorial where it tells me bit by bit like how to do moves and things because I wasn't doing anything. Gotcha. Yeah. But it looks it looks great, like visually. It look I like the look of it, mm-hmm. like that anime look. It doesn't. I don't. It runs differently than DBZ fighters. All right. Uh, it's it's not as fast as that. But it's like I think is maybe it's based more on timing and blocks. Uh, I mean, maybe it's I mean it's a different type of strategy. But it's not. It does not. It doesn't feel. Or maybe that's just the character I had. Maybe he's just cumbersome. But it feels different. Mm. I haven't looked up reviews on it or anything. I just heard like I just saw it one time on a video and I was like, oh, this game looks good. Gotcha. All right. 
Um, yeah, ukulele. Yeah, I mean, you played some of that. Yeah, it was all right. Wasn't quite what I wanted it to be. I ended up like in that side scroller. I think a little more than than the original game. And Dark Siders Three. That was what the dis- it was a little disappointing. People said. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, I can try it out now. Yeah. All right, Dominic, so we got new releases now. New releases, as you talked about earlier, the great Ace Attorney Chronicles. That's now out on the PC, Nintendo Switch, and PS4. I'm assuming you played it on the PC? Yes. Um, how's that look? Because I was looking at a video earlier, and it seemed kind of jaggedy, like, I was, like more than I expected. Oh, it was on a PC. You look good. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um. So we got that. We also have Neo, The World Ends With You. That's the sequel to The World Ends With You, the Square Enix game that oh, yeah. was what, on uh, DS originally? Yes, DS. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was DS. That's now on the Nintendo Switch and PS4. Uh, it seems like it's getting pretty good reviews from its Metacritic. It's got an 81 oh. currently. Well, that's good. Yeah. Uh, we also got... It's probably Mike. still a stupid story, though. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's Square Enix, Dominic. <laughs> fully expected with your Japanese RPGs. All right. We also have Microsoft Flight Simulator. That's now out on the console, the Xbox Series X. I I mean, you say that with the Japanese RPGs, but I don't know about Yakuza. Like a dragon, that's that's an RPG. That's true. Also, good. Trails in the Sky. Yeah. I mean, they got some things in there. They got little problems. (laughs) All right. There it is. (laughs) Yeah, but they, they are better than them yeah. where i don't get confused where i say something that don't make sense <laughs> yeah all right we got that we also have tribes of midgar that's out on pc ps4 ps5 that's kind of that top-down viking looking game so that's out now we also got as you mentioned earlier dodgeball academia for the pc nintendo switch ps4 and xbox one that does look cool i'm gonna have to check that out and oh, is, is your daughter happy with that game? I, hear screaming that game? <laughs> I think she's very unhappy with that game. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> Glad you can hear that. Uh, after that, we got The Forgotten City, which you also mentioned. Out now on PC, PS5, PS4, Xbox Series, and Xbox One. And also a Switch version of that is coming in quarter three, 2021, allegedly. So that's cool. Wait a minute, what, what quarter are we in? Uh, we are, I think we are actually getting, are we in quarter three now? Let's see. It's it might be, be like now, right? fiscal quarter. What oh. fiscal oh, okay. quarter are we in? Let's say, According to Google, July, August, and September Q3. Yeah, so we'll see. Sounds like that's maybe not going to happen, but that's what their website says, Don. Oh, no. They got weeks. I mean, they got a few more weeks in August. <laughs> they do have weeks. Yeah. Well, they can also have September. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, it makes sense if that's basically like a, a Skyrim. I mean, obviously, it's not a Skyrim add-on anymore. It's created its own thing. But if it's if that's where the original target was, I could see that actually running on the Switch. Without too much trouble, you know. But 
And then we have the Ascent, Dominic. That's out on the PC, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X consoles. What's the Metacritic on that? I think it's actually lower than I expected, because I had heard kind of everybody talking about it on the podcast realms this week. And then I looked it up, and I was like, oh, it's actually not doing as well as I would have expected based on... Oh, they liked it? I... It's been positive, I, I will say. The the talk okay. I had heard was positive. Um, yeah, because I saw some reviews that it went great on it. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't as high, yeah, like I said, like, what I would want it to be. Like, yeah. I mean, for a game, that would be good. Like, yeah, I would think, say, oh, it has some problems. Yeah. 73 on Metacritic. Okay. Right so yeah. not terrible, yes. but also not not necessarily what I was expecting. Trying to see if there's anything. <laughs> always go is to Cyberpunk Metacritic. Worth getting, is Cyberpunk worth getting on the Xbox or PlayStation 4? The base consoles? I I would... I, I'm going to say probably not. Still. They still... Uh, still not you wait till that comes to Game Pass and you can play it streaming, Dominic. Yeah, and that's what I really there. hope it does, man. That's the only way. Or play it on NVIDIA Stadia. Or NVIDIA Stadia. Oh, Google Stadia. <laughs> They oh yeah, that, that partnership. And try that out. Yeah, Game Informer gave the Ascent a seventy-three. IGN Portugal gave it a seventy. IGN Proper gave it a seventy. Oh, okay. IGN France gave it a sixty, though. It's <laughs> so funny. GameStop gave it a uh, GameSpot gave it a sixty. Yeah. How I, about Israel? Game. Let's see. Is there an IGN Israel? I yeah, because only... wasn't that the one that was complaining about? I mean, not complaining. Yeah. Well, I think it was just they... like their parent company. I don't yeah. think that's oh, okay. who took, yeah. There is an Italy. They gave it an 85. They have far less standards, Dominic. Uh, no, I only read uh, IGN Palestine, so I wouldn't know. But yeah, The Ascent is basically what? An RPG, but with uh, isometric view and kind of dual stick shooting action instead of like a Diablo hack and slash kind of thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it, it seems like a novel concept at least, but yeah, it seems like reviews are kind of middling on that one. So, but that is, that's on Game Pass, right? So yeah, it's worth checking out if you have Game Pass and see if you like it or not. That's the beautiful thing about Game Pass, Dominic. All right. You got anything else for the week? Uh, No, I'm good. All right. Thank you guys, as always, for listening. You can check us out on Twitter. Dominic is at dstalworth5. I'm at regulusmb. The podcast is at superpod, S-U-P-A-P-O-D. Superpod.com is the website. You can check us out there. It has all our previous podcasts. As well as links to all the places you can find us, including YouTube, where there's a video version of this podcast that you may be currently listening to right now and enjoying all our uh, gameplay. Dominic captures a lot of that, as well as like when we do the beginning of the month stuff, he always has the covers in there so you can see all the things that we're referencing. That's always fun. And uh, yeah, all the other places you can find us, of course, I, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, Amazon stuff still in process, but Amazon Music should have us up there soon as well. And until next time, guys, see you later. All right, see you.